The following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE show, and tonight is our Survivor Memories podcast, and we are headed back to Survivor South Pacific, where we had Redemption Island. We had a couple of people there that uh, dominated, kind of. We're going to get into that. We're going to have a couple of guests on here. I believe one of them is here already. Is that you, Papa Bear? Yes, I am here. Hey, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys doing out there? We're doing good. Doing good. Looking looking forward to revisiting this season. Um, I know it, it's both good and bad for you. But, I mean, you got to be on the show, but didn't quite get as far as, as you would have wanted. But it had to be a great, great overall experience, and and you've made so many friends and fans. It had to all be worth it. It was way worth it. You know, I feel anybody who really tries to get on that show, I mean, everybody wants to try to get on the show. The second you actually try to do it, you're part of the Survivor family. No matter, because you think about this way, every 25,000 people try each season. Technically, this the second they put the application in, they're playing Survivor because we're knocking each other out to get to get on the show. And then those 18 people try to knock each other out to get to the winner. So technically the first, the 25,000 people, they're playing Survivor from the very beginning and not even knowing it. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, a, it was a great cast too. I mean, you had, of course you had two returning players um, and, you had uh, Brandon Hance, um, nephew of uh, Russell. You had uh, Whitney Duncan, who had been on a uh, another reality show called Nashville Star, where she made the finals. Um, and you you were just talking about the uh, the application thing. I've got a uh, I've got a little maybe a little known fact here. Um, for your season for South Pacific, there were approximately 800 applicants. Wow! And you were one of one of 16 selected out of eight over 800 people. So um, it's really funny. Um, I was actually going to be in um, the Survivor 22. And they were. Yeah. I was being considered for Survivor 22, where it was the older guys versus the younger guys. And I always say to myself, "Oh man, I would have had a way better shot at it at that time." But you fall where you fall, and I was blessed. No, I think it was Survivor 21, Nicaragua. I think that was Survivor 21. Um, and the second I knew I was going to, the second I was on the boat. And I was seeing all the young people I was with, and then seeing, I was like, "Oh my God, I am going to be screwed." <laughs> yeah, 
and I was, but well, there's a lot of things that people don't know. I actually found the clue to the idol. They didn't show it, and I was searching crazy for it, like insane, and um, I knew I was going to go that night. I was like, oh, my God, not now, not so early, but, you know, it is what it is. You fall where you fall, and, you know, I made a lot of good friends, and I got a lot of good opportunities from there. I've been on um, TV shows. I've been modeling. I've been doing all those crazy stuff that I laugh my butt off. I'm like, I'm an old fat Italian bear. <laughs> They're choosing me to do these things. But it's fun. It's fun. I get, I, I'm getting a little, you know, I don't take it too seriously in the sense of like, um, you know, I'm going to be on a TV show or I'm, you know, acting or whatever thing. I just do it for fun. You know, I'm a retired cop and uh, I'm a nurse as well. And I do, I do all this stuff you know, grandchildren and stuff. And I have, I'll have a lot of fun that way. But to have the experience of actually going out there, it's amazing. It really, they do yeah. strip you of every, they strip you of every single thing you can imagine. And it brings you to your right. actual core. It brings you to your actual core. I'm sure you heard people right. say that. It's yeah. like, it really yeah. It starts messing with your head. You don't know. You don't know who's with you, who's against you, and it gets so funny. It's funny. Some of the people that even vote. I mean, I'm pretty much pals with a lot of the people who voted me off. I really am because I yeah. realized it was a game. I realized it was a game as well as they did. You know, like even like Whitney. Matter of fact, I text her through Facebook. She we talk on Facebook, and of course, if you have Whitney, you have Keith. Everybody knows that, right? Right. They're married. Yeah, that was kind of cool. So they're married, so I keep in touch with them. And Jim and Dawn and uh, and everybody knows Christine. Christine's in the next town next to me. I'm very close friends with Christine. Yeah, we chat yeah, a lot. Christine, yeah, Christine said if she got a chance tonight, if it wasn't too late, she would call in. But she's at a, a parent-teacher thing right now. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know if she'll make it or not. Albert, Albert said he would try to call in later. And Dawn, um, Dawn sent is sending a message. Um, she wanted to do it, but uh, she, she had already committed to doing two hours of, of the Rob has a podcast. And then at night, at night she takes a psychology class. Um, she's working on getting another degree, and it's two hours. Um, so she she won't be able to join in. But her message to everyone was, I would love to catch up with everyone. Please send my love and kisses, and thank you for the invite. You're always so kind to me. Thank you all so much, Dawn. Yeah, she, she I mean, Dawn and McKay, and also McKay. I'm very close with McKay uh, throughout the years. I don't talk to her every day, but whenever I call, reach out to her, she always always picks up. She's a wonderful lady. And as of dawn, oh my God, look at the situation where we were in. The older people in the group. But dawn is a, dawn, if anyone knows, dawn is a very sweet, sweet lady. Really is. Right. Uh, Like a, you know, that all the people are. I mean, there's no real monsters there. You know, there weren't. There was just people trying to, you know, win a game. That's how I feel. Yeah. You know, there was no real monsters that were evil. I just didn't see it. Right. Somebody had now, to, you... somebody, 
Somebody had to go. You, know, you got to you, you got to force to pick somebody. So it's not like, you know, oh my God, I'm doing it purposely. You know, oh, I don't like that guy. It's not like that. It's just like you get to a point that you have to choose someone, so you choose it. You might be mad at the person for a second, but you're not really mad at the person at all. Right. Now, when you when you first uh, when you first get there, and uh, here here you, here you see. Uh, Ozzy and Coach, uh, two uh, returning players. Um, did did you uh, did you have any preference? Did you think, oh, I, I think I'd rather play with Ozzy because he's so good with challenges, or I don't, I don't know, I might want to play with Coach because he seems a little more loyal. I think. I mean, now. After, I mean, I didn't care either way, to be honest with you, from the very beginning because I had no, in, I was indifferent to them. But once we hit the beach, Ozzy was trying already. I mean, he was hook, line, and trying to get you in his alliance, which I didn't, right. you know, you can't, really trust, you can't really trust him. He goes with the wind. He really does. And it's proven yeah. from all the seasons. It's proven from all the seasons. I mean, he's not a bad person. Like, again, he offers, like, when he goes fishing and stuff, he shares and stuff. He's not a bad in that sense, but he was trying to win the game. I didn't feel close with him, really that close with him. Um other than I woke up one day and I thought it was Sam Har- Sam Har's hair in my mouth. It was freaking Ozzy's. <laughs> it was so disgusting. It was so gross. I mean, but what are you going to do? You're all on top of each other on a freaking little thing. But I thought it was Sam Har because she had the same kind of hair at the time. Right. I know. You know, I kept in touch with her for a few years, but I think she moved out of the country. And I, I have um, tried to reach out to her a few times. I, I, you know, she hears this, you know, I'm thinking about you, call us. We all, you know, yeah. care about you and stuff. Um, yeah, I think we, she used home. To, uh, we used to talk a lot. We used to talk a lot. We were really, really good friends. And like, like you said, but things changed with her and, and now she's, she's just not around. Um, I think anymore. she left the country. Yeah, as far as I remember, the last thing I remember was that she was leaving the country to be with her family. So God bless her, and you know, good luck. Yeah, I did. I did reach out to her. I did reach out to her about this pod, but I didn't hear back. I just, I just don't think she. I don't think she does much social media anymore at all. She moved on. I personally don't think she deserved to be voted off that night day. Honestly, it should have been John Cochran. And look what it would have happened if he got voted off first. Right. Then, um, and I didn't even vote for him, okay? But he, technically, he was such a screw-up with the challenges. He became, And look, he became an awesome challenge person and an awesome winner. So he, he proved he got, his, he got his redemption. But honestly, nobody bullied him in my group. They, I, don't, I did not see it for the 10 days I was there. I didn't see anyone bullying him. So in the beginning, he was like, people are bullying him. He did not get bullied. As when I was there, I don't know what happened after. Right, right. Um, so to be what, honest, did you think about, what did you think about Redemption Island? Um, well, honestly, it was kind of cool because I participated and it was fun. I could have done better. I could have. But it was like, you know, you get to the point that you're going to vote you off anyway. So you're like, oh, my God. And you're looking at the people who actually vote you off with, like, them looking at you. I said, they're, they're going to vote me off again. <laughs> but um, I, was, I was amazed by Christine. Christine was awesome with her work. You know, she did a great job. Um, I don't understand why they didn't never took her back. 
You know, of course, I would have loved to have gone back and tried to redeem myself, but Christine right. was such a warrior. She's such a warrior. She really is. And I think she yeah. deserved, and you know who else deserved a way better chance to? Both of them. Hey. Is, is Micaiah. She deserved, she is a warrior princess. Yeah, too. she got, yeah, I, I, I know her, and uh, she got mixed up in all of that craziness going on with Brandon. Um, Who, yeah, I know. I mean, he's all over the place. I mean, I was... Yeah. I yeah. I tried to remain friends with him, and it's just... I, uh, no. <laughs> I just... I, don't I will, know I will say him. this. I will say this about him. Uh, anytime I've had talks with him, he was always very respectful. He's always, yes, sir, no, sir, thank yeah. you. He's always... I, he always had good he, manners, but when he got out there, um, it was crazy. He's, he's, um, he's been in my, he's been in my house. He's been in my home. He's been at my home. He came over and everything. He's not. He's. I don't know. Has I don't know what it is. I <laughs> just try. Like he is respectful, and I have nothing against him at all. But I don't know. He just. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> yeah. Now. Um, now. By the time, I told I talked to Russell. Too. Russell's, Russell's a very – I like Russell. I like his gameplay. I like him as a person. He, he, you know, he's something else too, but I like Russell. If I, and it's a good thing with Russell is I can't – I won't talk to him for like a year, but if I reach out to him, it's like I didn't – it's like I talked to him yesterday. He's not a bad person, good personality. In the game, he's dangerous. I'd be terrified. <laughs> terrified. <laughs> yeah, as a person. And the whole thing is, I wish Brandon luck. I do. Like deep down, I hope you know he's happy. You know that's what it is. I hope you're happy. Now, at what point did you find out that he was uh, a Hans and he was uh, Russell's nephew? To tell you the truth, I didn't know while I was in the game because I got out on day ten, so I never met. Right. I never did them, and I didn't know. I just thought he was a tough kid from the street. When I saw him, I was like, "This kid's tough. He looks like he'll kick someone's ass." Because like you're all, yeah. we're all in a, um, we're all in a, like a place called, Pond, you know, Ponderosa when we first get right. there. So you get to see, you get to see each other, but you're not allowed to talk to each other. And there's people assigned to you that they watch you to make sure you don't talk to each other. They walk you to the bathroom. They walk you to, to your tent to go to sleep. Was uh, some Ponderosas are in hotels. We were we we were brutal. They put us in a tent, and it was like it was crazy. No air condition. We were starting the game because you're there five days early. So technically, I always say I was on Survivor 15 days because because it's the first five days you want to go cuckoo because you can't talk yeah. to anyone, you can't do anything, you can only stare at each other, and that's when they break you into groups. You're gonna know who you are. And, and let me tell you something. They line you up before you get it before they bring you onto the show and they do a quick search to make sure you're not taking food and stuff. They're really serious right. in the game. They're not joking. Right. Well, there's, there, have, there have been people there have been people that uh have managed to sneak a, an item or two in, so uh, you know, I guess they they try to, to watch that as close as they can. But so you're saying that as people were leaving and joining you at Ponderosa, there was still no talk of. Did you guys know that no. was Russell Pepe? Um, I think when Stacy came, 
Stacy's a friend too. She's in Texas. She, um, I think she knew. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think she told me. I don't remember her telling me. Because I, I, I just, it's just, maybe she did. It wasn't, like, very important to me. So I just was like, I don't care. I already got voted off. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was like, okay, fine. It's, it, you know, um, it was a kind of a great experience. And if anyone knows about Jeff, and we tell you, when he, when he tells you the tribe has spoken and you hear the music, Obviously, we don't hear the music when we're there, right? But in, right. in your head, but in your head, you can hear the music. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> I mean, he, he literally stares in your eyes, like literally stares in your eyes to make sure you know that you were voted for. I'm like, and yeah. then with us, you then us, you have to walk into the jungle alone, like for like you're walking like I would say. 100 feet by yourself into the jungle, voted off, and it's dark, and it's creepy, and you, and I'm like, and then you hear, I heard somebody go, Papa Bear, stop, and I was like, what the frig is this, <laughs> and then they take me, and they took me to Ponderosa. They blindfold, they blindfold you, they don't, you don't know, you get into a car, and they bring you a little bit a distance where the other island is, and they drop you off. Like, good luck, bye. I'm like, what the? F-? And um, <laughs> also, Christine's there, and Christine goes, uh, "Hello, <laughs> poor thing." Do you want to hear something yeah. funny? Me yeah, and Christine ahead. had a. Me and Christine slept back to back <laughs> because. Because I think we were concerned about the animals because we heard animals in the jungle. <laughs> we had a, I was like, it's so real. It was so friggin' real. It's crazy. Yeah, and of course, of course, you're you're out there and you're thinking, well, I mean, come on, they're not gonna let anything happen to us. But then you get out there with nothing but the clothes on your back and you start hearing things. It's kind of like, okay, oh, okay, is that an animal? Is that a rat? Or, Poor Jim. You know, poor Jim Rice. I mean, really was. He he was, God forgive me if he's listening to this, but it's hysterical. Um, I didn't laugh at the time. Now I laugh about it, but I didn't laugh at the time. The poor thing gets hit with the coconut from the tree at night. It's like, a, what the hell is that? It's like a, a, like a missile, like came right down on him. <laughs> they had to get medics. The medics had to come in, but he was okay. And they didn't, they didn't, um, you know, film it, but it was. I was like, oh. and Ro and um, and Dawn put me on fire. <laughs> they didn't show that either. Well, I was late. I fell asleep by the ca- campfire, and the poor thing um, threw threw a, um, I think a log onto the fire or something, and all the flames flew onto me. I don't know if it was Ozzy or I think I'm not sure if it was Ozzy or somebody else. Like two or three of them came over and started hitting me, <laughs> trying to get the fire out. <laughs> <laughs> those things like they don't show those things, but it's it's crazy. It really is. Yeah, I mean and, there's um, so much so much footage they have to go through to edit it down to about forty two minutes a week, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, uh you know, a lot of great stuff gets left on the, the cutting room floor uh floor and but you know, these pods and things like this is uh we hear a whole lot of new things. The fans hear a whole lot of stuff that they didn't 
didn't even realize. Um, oh yeah, let me tell you when, when you were when you were at Ponderosa and you kept seeing these you kept seeing these people show up, and yet it's still not Christine. It's still not Christine. It's still not Christine. You probably mm-hmm. you probably started kind of pulling for her, didn't you? Of course. This, oh my God! I still I thought she was going to do well. It's kind of a little like you have those little weird stuff that goes on, like the challenge that that Ozzy won her. Rumor has it that yeah. I mean, as far as I know, I'm not 100 percent sure he did that before. She didn't, you know. As far as I know, so he had I, you know, I me. Mean? You understand what I'm trying to say? And also, I'm yeah. a little curious about how how he found the idol when I found the I found the clue. He found the idol. There's five thousand trees. How did he find it? <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's like some strange things that you think about, you know, how how things could possibly really be, and you don't really know. Right. So it right. winded up that he she winded up in, uh, she got voted off finally. Then she came to me, and you know we became friends. So after it was all said and done, I think I won, you know, I won a million dollars just being friends with her. You know, she's a wonderful, yeah. wonderful lady, really yeah. good friends. I. Whenever there's any kind of parties and everything, I call her. She travels with me. We go together. Yeah, and, and, so, and so how long is another, another, another another thing is you're as you're at Ponderosa and you keep seeing people show up. You probably you probably to uh, start uh, thinking are are any is anybody thinking about voting out any of these guys that are still in the game. Because I know you that of course. Yeah, like we, what happens is um, first you got to forgive because um, it's weird. Um, I apologize to Semhar because I, I I voted her out, and I also went up to her the night that she was getting voted out, where everybody got pissed at me a little bit because I was like Semhar, we got to get together here. There's a problem here, and she she said that she really appreciated that I was the only person that you know, treated her well and, you know, told her what was going on. Now, Edna, not Edna, was it not Edna? The, was it Edna? I forget. The world, I don't keep in touch with her. She's in Las Vegas. She voted me off. And when she came, she, uh, she was like, she was, she was, oh, they turned on me. And I was like, well, you turned on me. <laughs> the hell back stuff happened. <laughs> That kind of stuff happens, but she's a not a bit. Like, I keep in touch with her dad, so um, I yeah. find out she just had a baby. She had a baby. She's happy, and that's all I care about. I only care yeah. about, you know, at the, end of, at the end of each story of Survivor in your group, are you happy at the end? Because money in real life doesn't make you happy. Yes, it helps, but it doesn't make you happy. Personal relationships at the very core of us. Is really what makes you happy. So now um, I'm, I'm curious. For me. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm always curious about this. Where was your uh, where was your pre-jury trip? Where did you guys go? We were in Fiji. We went to Fiji because it's really weird. Now they play in Fiji. We went to Fiji. Um, they um, they were playing in South Pacific. There's, you know, I had, I was in South Pacific Samoa. There's an American Samoa as well, but we went to South South Pacific in 
Samoa, South Pacific Samoa. So we took a short plate trip to Fiji Island, and we we had fun. We did. It was it was it was fun. It was like an open book. You, it was an open credit card. You could do anything you want. So we went to like manicures, wow. pedicures, massages, you know, trips. It was fun. Yeah. Now, um, who was who was your quote unquote handler? You know, that went with you back then. Uh, we had a, um, well, you know, Kate, Caitlin Moore, Caitlin Moore, she was yeah. the one that stayed on the, she stayed on the island. She's became a big casting agent now in Survivor, right, as far right. as I remember. She is a doll. She played Ruby 500, the card game, whatever the hell it was. Me and her were playing all the time. She is a sweetheart, and um, she, at that time, she was just, you know, learning, you know, climbing up the ladder. But as far as I know now, she's all the way on the top. So she's good. Um, there was a guy, oh, oh, God, I forgot his name. He's in Philadelphia now. I don't, he's not part of it anymore. And I had a woman. I totally forget her name. God, she's going to kill me. She lives in San Francisco, and um, she travels and stuff. Oh, God, I got to look her name. I totally forgot her name. She still does it as far as I know. And you know Jody, too, right? You know Jody? Yeah, I was going to ask you if Jody was there. Jody was just coming off her game. So she, um, of Amazing Race, she was part of right. a casting in California. Um, when they drop you from 48 people to 18, that's when it gets brutal. Like in my, in my, in my casting with Jim Rice, it was Kim. You know Kim who won? Survivor, she was in my casting, and Col- Colton, Col- what's his name, Colton, he was in my cast. Colton yeah. sat next to me in the van, and me, me, him, and Jim were on the same seat. So that's when they start splitting. Some of the people um, went on to Survivor 24. Some of the people went home. They didn't, they didn't take them, and then some of us went to Survivor 23. So they were casting for 23, 24, and then some people didn't make it. But Kim, yeah, Kim I remember. Crazy. I remember. I remember talking to Colton about the whole casting thing, and he said uh, he, you know, he made it almost all the way to the end, and then he, you know, they, he got told he was cut, but they told him to wait by the phone because they were probably going to bring him back another season. And Colton said he went home thinking, "Yeah, sure, right." But he's but they did call him back, so But he got in Survivor twenty four so how did he get Survivor twenty four? They just called him? Yeah, yeah. It, I mean yeah. they already knew him and I mean it happens sometimes. I've talked to players that that were uh that made finals, um and for one reason or they they didn't fit in with the theme or who they already had, and they'll tell yep. you, you know, don't give up because we really like you, but it's just not going to work out this season. And more times than not, you don't get that call again, but Colton did. They did call him back. Well, uh, I was making the semifinals to 21 in Nicaragua. I mean, really getting close. I was supposed to go to California. And I then I saw um, that was, then when I saw the people that were on the show, I said that's why I got. You could tell why you got voted off. 
I'm not chosen. And then when Survivor 23 came and I went to California, um, I made it, it's how you present yourself. You have to be really quick and fast. And um, when they bring you into the room, they're asking you, you know, how you're sticking out. So I was already, already had my thoughts on what I was going to say and blah, blah, blah. And you, you got to make them laugh. You got to make them, um, you know, understand who you are and, Everybody in California, there was five of every. It looked like five of every person. I saw five guys that looked like me. You know, I was like, <laughs> holy fuck! And then after I saw the first casting, and then I saw the second one, I was the only one left. They were sending them home, so I was like, wow, wow. I know. Yeah. So then when I finally went home, um, I I didn't know blah blah blah. And then when they voted. Rob, when Rob won Survivor, I think it was Rob, right? He won Survivor. My phone rang at night. It was like about 9 o'clock at night. I saw a message, please call us. I said, oh, my God. So I call, and they go, Mark, you got to pack up. You're coming to Survivor tomorrow or the next day. He was like, quick, quick. I went, holy sh! I went, oh, my God. And my family, my family was like, what happened? What happened? I said, I'm going to Survivor. And they were like, what? <laughs> so it was weird. But even, yeah. let me tell you something, even... Even if I made it only one day on that island, in my heart, I made it. So I said to myself, exactly. I had a good experience. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Uh, um, after, after you saw the, the breakdown of the two different tribes, how did you assess um, your chances with your tribe? Did you think you, you I, had I stronger I males or females or... Or, no, I just, I just feel like um, it was young versus old. The young guys bonded immediately. All the young people bonded immediately. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> you could tell right off the bat. And then you know, I learned something too. I didn't move fast enough to bond with people quick enough. I bonded with. I, I thought I bonded with Jim. And I started bonding. I tried to bond with different people. It just didn't work fast enough. So I think if I was with an older group, it would have been easier. I think so. But, yeah. you know, now how, how I feel is, you know, now it's somebody else's turn. Everybody gets well, a turn. Well, the old you know? thing goes, it is what it is. Who's that? Yeah. That's Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Hi. Yeah, so that's the, exactly uh, true. It it is the, what it uh, is. So. Yeah, when it when it first when it first started, um it was kind of a back and forth thing between the two tribes. Nobody could really get the upper hand. Um no. you know that's what one tribe about. would win, then the next one would win. It was it was and then of course, um you probably went on a run and uh really, really got the numbers down. And, uh, well, you know that that that's what that was the whole thing with Ozzy. They were supposed to send John Cochran to Redemption Island, but they feel that if they voted because Ozzy got voted out, I think three times in that game. If they voted right. him out, if they voted, um, Ozzy knew he was going out that day. It was a plan that to take Christine out, so they would have the upper hand on the tribe. Nobody knew. Uh, no one knew that John was going to eventually turn on them. You yeah, know what I mean, they said, I mean, they they saved his butt. I mean, if you saw Whitney, she told him flat out, we saved you three times and you did this to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, you have, you have to 
be that way. You have to have that gift, I guess, to actually win the game, to be um, able to just cut people off. I would have waited to the end, but you know what? He won his game, so John knows what he's doing. So, Yeah, on this, this particular season, though, um, it was probably a mistake because when he did that, he flipped to where he was pretty much at the bottom and uh, at coach's discretion as to how long he was going to stay. So yeah, um, that that was an issue, and the whole thing though. But that allowed him the opportunity to come back because they liked his. They liked that. They liked that he voted his whole tribe off or hurt his whole tribe because you know they're not going to invite you back on the island. They're not going to invite you back if you're just like la 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 la. They want to see that you did something, and he did. He didn't give a crap about anybody else, and he voted everybody out. So that's why I don't really believe that whole bull crap of bullying. I don't believe it. I think that was a setup, you know. Yeah, I could be wrong. That, you know, you wrong. have to you have to consider. You still have to always consider it's a TV show, and uh, they're like gonna to, yeah, they're to, gonna edit yeah. it and make it, you know, interesting. And he was sort of, I think he was sort of edited as the little underdog. And uh, so uh, that narrative fits in, you know, if he's the little underdog and kind of the the quote-unquote nerd. He was, though. In the very beginning, he really was. (laughs) But he's not unlikable. You know, he's not unlikable. He really isn't. Um, Very intelligent, very smart man, you know, and really not a bad person. I mean, of course, not voting, you know, voting people off, let alone me, but, you know, it's, what are you going to do? It's, you know, he, he, and he's smart. He won his season. I give him credit. And, you know, I really don't think about him. <laughs> to be honest with you, I just don't. Yeah. Um, well, what, he's, he's actually, uh, he's actually a that? funny guy. He's really funny. He's a really funny yeah. guy. Go well, what I, I know. Found, what I always found amazing about uh, John Cochran is him and Sari went from being almost the first one voted out to becoming two of the goats of Survivor. True, but he also won. You know, yeah, he actually that's knew how to win. Yeah, that's goat, I mean, goat as in greatest of all time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you said goat. Um, she that's... should win. She should have won a few seasons. She is that smart. She is that lovable. And she is a wonderful, wonderful person. I met her. I became friends with her. I mean, I text her once in a blue moon. We talk to her. You know, been at uh, parties with her. She is that smart and that nice. She should have won. They should bring her back. She really should. She knows how to play the game. Well, they've always had an idea on the table. I think they're kind of holding it till they think it's the last season. Um, yeah, legend. And uh, she would definitely probably be in that cast if they don't wait too late to, to do it when she just can't physically get out there and do it anymore. But I'm sure her name is on that list, even though she hasn't oh. won. And so if you, if you call it legends, you know, like they did last season, Winners, 
If you call it legends, you can bring back anybody. You don't have to bring back winners. You can bring back yeah. some of the, you know, the yeah. best cast ever. Let me tell you something. Sandra and Tony, they are two likable people. You can really understand how they were able to pull everybody in. They really are likable, likable winners. You know, they did what they had to do. It's like a job. They did what they had to do to win. And I have a lot of respect for both of them, um, especially even Sandra. I got to know her even more on a personal level. She's a nice, nice, good-hearted woman. Amazing, amazing gift of a lady, you know. Well, guys, I'm not, I don't want to be rude or anything, but I'm going to have to cut it down and move on. I'm here in the, in the New York area, and it's uh, like almost 20 to 10 at night. So I want to say thank you so much for inviting me, all of you. And please give me a call. Keep me in your thoughts and prayers. I will keep you in your thoughts and prayers. Please safe out there and well, just nice be to happy. Meet you. Nice to meet you. Just be happy. That's all I'm saying. All right, guys. Take care. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Papa Bay. Thank nice to hear you, I, Mark. Nice to hear you. And thank you so much for inviting me. I really loved it. And God bless. And God bless. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us, Papa Bear. Goodbye. Well, that was nice. That's the first time I've ever had him on a podcast. Um, We're still waiting on Coach to show up. I texted him the number. So, um, uh, but but uh, Papa Papa Bear brought up a few things that we didn't know too. I mean. We we it's like we learn something every week. Well, it's kind of like, uh, of course, what, you know what they say when you assume you make an ass of you and me. But I always assumed that the city they where they were at for their Ponderosa or Sequestra or whatever you want to call it was in the same country that it was aired or filmed, I should say. Well, I mean, it is, but once once the jury starts, they take the pre-jury and send them on a trip somewhere else. They don't mix the jury with the pre-jury. So once the jury starts, the pre-jury folks go on a, a vacation, a trip somewhere. Um, that's where we were talking about. He said they sent them to Fiji. Um and then the jury starts, and they take over Ponderosa. Yeah, one question I wish I could have asked him was that if he was on the jury, who he would have voted for. That would probably be a good question. I, I, of course, we're just speculating, um, but I would have, I would have bet he would have voted for Sophie. <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, it's just a guess, speculation. Uh, Let me run down the list and let everybody know who all is here. Steve's here, Melissa's here, JB's here, Teresa's here, and Kansas is here, and Tim is out in the chat. Hello. Hey, Kansas. (laughs) How's everybody doing tonight? Awesome. Doing pretty good. That's good. Doing pretty good. Um, yeah, now Melissa uh, just dropped, but I'm sure she'll be back. Well, at least I'm not calling from a 
from a hotel lobby this time. Um, Dawn, yeah, Dawn, my, just uh, messaged me. Dawn just messaged me again and said thanks for for giving her message and she's she's sneaking on the on her phone because she's sitting in class right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mike came on uh, late. Who was who was who was speaking? I wasn't sure which survivor Papa that was. That was that was Papa Bear. Papa Bear. Anthony Caruso. Okay. I think they call him Mark on the show, but he told everybody just to call him Papa Bear. It was his nickname. Yeah. Yeah, they call they yeah. call him uh well he go he, he went by uh by Mark on the uh all the press stuff that they ended up doing. Yeah. But just uh, his, name, know, his, his name is either his name is either Anthony Mark or Mark Anthony. I'm not sure. And he just sent me a message saying thank you so much. He enjoyed it. So Jim, you know, you know it's what enjoyable really to listen to them is, and, and hear their you know, hear their inside stories. I think it's so cool. Yeah, what, I thought about uh, I've thought about applying for Survivor before, but there's two reasons why I can't. One uh, because of my surgery, I have to have minimum 60 grams of protein a day. And two, I always have to fast forward when it comes to them killing the chickens. Well, I, I did mention um, a little-known fact about this particular season, and it, and it kind of made him go, wow, because, you know, he was one of 16 people picked. But they had over 800 applicants for this particular Holy season. Crap. Over 800, and he was one of the 16 that got selected. So that's an achievement nice. in itself. And that's kind of what he was saying. You know, you feel like you've already won when you get out there because you're actually getting to play. You're actually out there. Whether you leave first or, or you win, it, it's still a, it's a victory because you got on the show. Shoot, if I got, uh, if I was to get on there, I'd be like, shoot, worst case scenario, I'd get a 36-day vacation. You know what surprised well, yeah, me, though, Jim, was the fact that, what, what surprised me was the fact that they, uh, before they even went on the on the season, he said that they literally had, they had them intent. Um, so began filming. I, I guess that's just where they they housed them until it was time to film. I know, I know. Everybody says it's thirty nine days. It's more than that. They get there about a week ahead because they take classes. They uh, they get instructions about what to watch out for out here, like if there's rats or what what you might see. What what not to eat? Um, they go over. It's, the almost, it's almost a week. It's almost a week before they get started. Um, I, I mean so, that, that just really surprised me though because nobody had uh, out of out of all the you know all the guests that we've had on on the show or on, on the uh, these podcasts they've never brought up something like that so. Uh, when he said, when Papa Bear said that, I'm like, 
Whoa, seriously? Yeah, now I know when they, I don't know if they still do it, but I know um, when they go to tribal council, um, when they arrive, um, they're they're all kept in a little tent and they're told not to talk to each other until it's time for them to enter, you know, tribal council. It, it's in a, a little tent. Um, and I've, I've, I've had some players tell me, you know, they don't let you talk to each other, but there sure is a lot of eye contact being made in that tent before you go into tribal. In fact, in fact, Shannon Elkins told me, you know, because he thought he had he thought he had Chase Rice on board with voting out Brenda, and Shannon told me that when they was in that tent, he just kept looking at Brenda and he kept looking at Chase and they kept looking at each other. He said, "I knew I was dead. I knew I was gone." <laughs> So, <clears throat> all right, Coach, it's time to call in now. <laughs> now, which uh, which season of Survivor? Because I know uh, this was a thorn in Matt's side side when he was here when he was on the podcast about the one who uh, about when they're recruited versus when they apply. And it was like one season, and one season where almost all of the cast were recruited. I'm trying to remember. In fact, it was one that uh, the girl, her name was Melissa something, was uh, quit the game before it even started. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, gosh, what is her name? Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, I can't think of her name either. I, I mean, I, I can see her face, but I can't remember her, her name. Um, yeah, she quit the day before filming started. But you know, they have they have alternates. You know, they always have a couple of alternates. Um, so that just opened the door for somebody else. But I can't remember. Seeing, I don't know. It seemed like her last name was DeBerry or something like that. I don't. I don't. I know. could probably look on Survivor Wiki. Yeah. Melissa um, McNulty. McNulty. That yeah, yeah. I think I'm friends with her on Facebook. I think. <clears throat> um. But uh, this. This particular season, I mean, basically it was it, it should have been renamed from Redemption Island to Ozzy Island. Yeah, I think that was the only season where I did not like Ozzy. I thought he was I mean, kind it of was, It was, uh, yeah, and I think I think uh, I think some of the cast out there didn't. That particular season didn't care a whole lot about him and didn't trust him a whole lot. And it's kind of like Papa Bear. Papa Bear talked about that. He, you know, he basically said, "Ozzy's, you know, he's always in the wind. You never know, you know, what he's going to do because, you know, he changes up so often. You know, he don't stick with nothing." So, um, 
and and that kind of was the difference. I mean, of course he's a he's a challenge demon, but uh, it's it's a game you know where you you have to have somebody you trust. Um, and on the other side with coach, he did surround himself with with uh, three or four people that. They always trusted him, and they always stuck together. Um, and I think all all three, all three of the final three came from that tribe, didn't they, Steve? Uh, I believe, yeah, all three. Uh, yes, not they just, Not just from that tribe, not just from that tribe, but they also came from the family alliance, as they called themselves. So, yeah. Uh, it was uh, Coach, Sophie, and Albert. All three uh, were from not just the Family Alliance, but the uh, the original uh, the original Upolu tribe. What do you What do you guys think? What do you think if Ozzy would have won that last challenge, and either Coach, um, Sophie, or Albert have to leave? Do you guys think with all the winning of the challenges, Ozzy would have won the game? Or do you think it would have been, no, nah, you had three chances, dude? I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to tell. Because, it's hard to say, really, yeah. Because, because keep in mind, the jury was kind of stacked with, with Savai members. However, hang on, I need to, I need to look at the – Composition of the jury again. We had yeah, the final vote was six three. Six, we had six six Savai members and three Upolu, Upolu members. Yeah, so assuming Ozzy ended up going, it would have been a five to four vote, basically. Probably, uh, you know, if if they were going to stick down tribe lines, it would have been a five to four vote. So. I don't know. I just I, I seem to think with how much Savai bonded over the season, I guess like maybe the one vote he may not get would be Cochran, that because of how he treated Cochran throughout throughout uh, their entire time on Savai, maybe perhaps it would depend on who was sitting next to Ozzy and how the how the jury. Attack, you know, saw whoever was sitting next to him. Like if it was say Coach and Albert, Albert was completely trashed by the jury to begin with. So he was, in any scenario, he was probably getting no vote. Coach, well, I've got a, I've got a little surprise for you. Got a little surprise for you. Coach said, give him a few more minutes because he's uh, talking to Albert and he's going to get Albert on too. All right. And as I say that, welcome aboard, Coach Wade. And I know how much they made you mad out there during this season calling you Benjamin. So nobody call him that tonight. Everybody call him Coach. (laughs) I love it. You guys better call me Coach. (laughs) I'm always always calling you Coach. Uh, Yeah. In all all the years we've known each other, I, I 
probably haven't called you by your name one time. It's always no. My friends, do not, my friends do not call me by my name. You know that, at, especially at that point in time. You know, NCAA soccer coach. Even my parents would jokingly call me Coach Wade. And um, so, you know, everybody was doing it at the time. And it's just, you know, it's a moniker that I worked hard to brand out of the game long before Survivor. And so, you know, obviously if people, you know, that's a respect. If, if somebody said, you know, hey, uh, my name's Tyson, call me Tice. And you said, well, I'm going to call you, you know, something besides that. That's just disrespect. You, we, we always want to call people by their, right. by what they want to be right. called, right? Right, well, exactly. I will, I will uh, Coach, uh, this is yes. Teresa, by the way. Uh, we've kind of talked off and on on uh, Facebook, but I just want to say that when uh, Jim told me you were going to be on here, I'm like, okay, I'll wait till tomorrow to watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> wow, I'm rating, I'm rating higher than Grey's Anatomy. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. See, Coach, you, you, your ratings are higher than Grey Grey's Anatomy on here. Um, I think we've also added Albert. Is that you, Albert? Or maybe not. Area code, area code four one five. You're on the air. How quick they forget. Uh, okay, give me a give me a guess. Give me a hint. <laughs> it's Eddie Jim. Oh hey Eddie, how are you doing? Oh, I was asleep, but I I had it down. But I fell asleep. I'd worked real hard today, and I went, "Oh my God, I want to get on here." Coach going to be on. Yeah, and you uh, hey. you, actually, you missed, you missed, Hi, uh, you missed Papa Bear. You missed Papa Bear. He was on here uh, uh, for the first thirty forty five minutes, and uh, and I'll I'll tell you, Coach Papa, he didn't have anything bad to say about you at all. Nothing. <laughs> Coach, when you when you get out there, when you get out there and you and you see, okay, they brought Ozzy back too. Did you think you had your work cut out for you, or did you think maybe maybe you guys could work some magic and play together before the end of the season was over? Um, so you know, uh, you know, I saw him actually uh, in the airport and. You know, they. I, I saw him as we were leaving to go down there. We flew separate than the rest of the cast. And so yeah. when when I saw him in the airport, actually my handler was like, "Hey, did you see? It? Did you see him?" And I was like, "No, I missed him." Because I was asking, "Who am I playing against?" They were like, "We can't say." And I said, "Well, it's got to be Philip because you know they want two crazy people coming out there, and you know for the ratings." <laughs> and Philip had just gotten on, and he had had some traction, and everybody called him a four man's coach. And so, you know, I was, uh, I was ready to play for Philip. That's what I was geared up to play with. And uh, when I saw Ozzy, it just didn't compute. And I actually said, no, that's, that, what's Ozzy doing here? And they said, that's who, that's who they selected. Uh, behind the scenes, 
story. You know, they asked Philip. He was not ready to go out and play again. Um, and so he turned them down. And last minute, you know, who, who could they find? An unemployed waiter, uh, you know, would have to suffice on a week's notice. Because uh, I think Philip kind of banded back and forth with them for a while. And then, um, you know, they finally were like, we got to find somebody. It's a week away. And uh, I'm sure that they thought about, well, we could always just, you know, do something else and have two people that are alternates come in and fill those two spots. If they had done that, you know, I would have, I would have told them to, to piss off and I would have never gone back. And, so well, they, they they're on my last nerve anyway, usually. So um, I've turned down several times. And when they call me, I usually don't pick up and I let them right. wait, you know, a little bit. Just, I don't want to, most people are just like the phone, the phone, is it survivor? I'll never forget. This is a really funny story. Uh, I call Rupert one day, and I've got, a, I've got a phone number from Southern California back when I was doing some Z-list acting, and my agent said, keep this number because it's an L.A. number. People want you know, to know that you're local. So I call Rupert one day, and I like Rupert. We, we get along fine. And uh, he picks up. I called him from my Missouri number a number of times, and he's not good with social media. He's not good with the phone, and he never would pick up. Well, I called him from this L.A. number, and he picked up on the first ring. He's like, hello, hello, her, hello. And I was like, hey, Rupert, what's up, man? It's Philip. He's like, oh. I was like, what's up, man? That's, I mean, I literally had just gone back and done his fundraiser the year before. And I said, that's not the kind of welcome I was looking for. And he's like, oh, I thought you were from casting. You called from an L.A. number. He's like, I got to go. I'm actually busy right now. And I was just like, okay, that's the mentality of a lot of survivors where they just sit around and wait for the phone to call to jump at the chance to get back on the show. That's not me. As you know, many people have said, you know, when are you going back on? I don't know if I'm ever going to go back on but if I do, it's got to be, you know, a really special season. I'm not trying to sound like I'm big time in anybody, but that's just uh, that's just my MO. Anyway, you're, in answer to your original question, I was very disappointed when I saw that it was Ozzy. What did I think? He's a better challenge competitor than me. He's better looking than me. He's not crazy <laughs> and eccentric. So I'm, I'm out. I'm gone. I mean, I literally thought, wow, yeah. I, I'm going back home, and can I convince them at Ponderosa to send me back to my real life instead of, you know, going to Australia or whatever for a couple of months and waiting until the show is over with. Those yeah. are my first thoughts. Yeah, Papa Matt said they sent them to Fiji on their, their pre-jury um, trip. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, but, but he, uh, Papa Matt brought up an interesting point because I asked him, I said, uh, when you saw Ozzy and you saw Coach, did you have any preference? You know, because you got Ozzy's a challenge beast, and you have Coach seems to be more of a loyal player. And he said he he really didn't have any uh, priority when it started, but he said after playing uh, with Ozzy, um, he 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 basically said he's just kind of out there in the wind. He. You know, he changes up every day. He might be with this person one day, that person on another day. So he he kind of sounded like he he would have wanted to play with somebody more loyal than than what he considered yeah. Ozzy to be. Right, right. I mean, I don't right. think anybody – when we got to the merge, everybody just said how much they really disliked Ozzy. You can talk to Ozzy. Look, Ozzy and I have made peace, so I'm not here to – you know, I'm not, I'm not here to badmouth Ozzy, but people, if you spend a day with Ozzy, you will know everything about Ozzy, and he will know nothing about you. In the art of conversation, rule number one, you ask people more questions than they ask you. 
And so, yeah. you know, he he was very much, um, you know, he was very narcissistic. And so when we got to the merge, everybody's like, we can't stand him. You know, and if it hadn't have been Redemption Island, as you know, obviously, you know, that would have been, oh you know, completely different, I just, different out, you know, I, outcome. I just, told, I just told everybody they should have just renamed it Aussie Island. Exactly, you know, because yeah. Christine, Christine wins her five, and then Ozzy takes over, and that's basically kind of a, I mean, I, you know, I guess it's a good twist, but when you have to vote somebody out three times, it kind of leaves a bad taste in the fans' mind, mouths, you know. we got to get rid of you three times. Um, yep. So, and let me, let me also, let me also say, um, we've got Coach on here. Scopey won't be here, but we have another of the final three. Albert is on the line with us. What's going on, guys? Happy to be Hi, Albert. How are you doing, Albert? Hey, Albert. What's up, guys? How are we doing? This is fun. Coach, what's up, my man? Doing, doing good. Hey. Doing good. Are you up? Uh, you, first, first thing, um, how's, how's the poker going? Um, it's going pretty well, guys. Uh, we uh, we have a fun group here. I live in South Florida. We have a fun group that plays uh, some like invite-only private games in uh, the casinos here, and uh, it's been a nice distraction from uh, what's going on in the world the last year. So um, it's a lot of fun. I, I, I try not to take myself too seriously as a poker player. Um, I think I took myself a little too seriously as a survivor player way back when, and uh, you know I, I, I came to learn that games are a lot more fun when you don't take yourself too seriously. You know. Yeah. Now, um, we we were just talking about this earlier, too. I mean, we get down, I mean, our final three all came from the Upolu tribe. Y'all, y'all stuck it out to the end. Um, now, there were a couple of bumps along the way, but uh, Coach and Albert, did uh, did you guys feel pretty confident? that you guys could get there with what you were doing and who you were working with? Well, I'll just, uh, just to kind of piggyback when you asked about poker, you know, I think survivors a lot like poker where there's a lot of skill, but there's also some luck involved. And I got to tell you, one of the things I got the luckiest was I got put on a tribe with this other gentleman who's on this call with me, Mr. Mr. Wade, who I, you know, him and I clicked pretty early on in the game. I got put on a tribe with some people that I kind of, you know, didn't mind being around. So, I think it was kind of an organic connection for us to get far in the game for a few of us, a select few of us. And, uh, you know, it's hard because sometimes you get put on an island and you might be with somebody who you literally can't stand and you're just sitting there in close quarters. So uh, I was pretty lucky to, to be around some people I, I actually didn't mind being around. Yeah, what, what I, think, you know, I, I would say you, you on kinda, top of that. You kind of took a little heat. You kind of took a little heat at the final tribal. Um, from jury members saying, well, you know, you speak all this loyalty and honesty and trust and stuff, but you really didn't play that way. What did you What did you feel at that final tribal? What was the vibe you were getting from the jury? Is that a me or is that the me or coach there? You want that one from me? That's the coach. Oh, that's, that one. that's the coach. Oh, coach. Yeah, coach. That's the coach one. All right, take it. Take it away, coacher. <laughs> I'm literally giving my kids a bath and getting everybody dinner. And so I had to step away for one second, um, you know, just uh, repeat it, just the cliff notes of that question again. 
Oh, the question, the question was when you're sitting at final tribal and um, the jury was kind of hammering you a little bit because you preached the loyalty, the honesty, um, but they said that's not how you played. Um, what, vi- what, what kind of vibe were you getting from the jury? Were you thinking, yeah. boy, this is going to be tough and, and either Sophie or Albert's going to win this thing? No, absolutely not. I mean, here, here's the thing. I'm going to set it straight, right? I mean, Ozzy's a known porn star right now. There's nothing wrong with that profession. But, you know, you can see honor and integrity has been thrown out the window. When you post on social media, hey, if anybody wants to join me for a threesome this weekend, uh, there it is. So, I mean, I said this, right? I'm coming into final uh, tribal. You know, uh, I, you know, Albert, number one player I've ever played with, 100%. If you ask me who the most underrated player is on Survivor, Albert. If I had not been on his tribe, I would not have made it to the end. We would not have made the alliance that we made. Um, we would not have sharpened each other. They had a better tribe than us. I'm an old man. Rick was worthless in challenges. Edna can't, you know, bench press five pounds. And yet we go to the numbers, you know, to the merge numbers up because Albert and I worked as a great team and Sophie was a great competitor. Um, but that's all we had, you know, and they had, a, they had a better tribe than us on paper. But we ran that game from start to finish. We get to the end. It's between Albert and I, 100%. If you sequester the jury and nobody gets voted off, goes to Redemption Island, Ozzy catches them a fish, uh, grills the fish for them, gives them a mango, and says, you know, hey, I, I hate to beat you tomorrow, but, you know, that's it. So when he gets voted off, he literally carries the most clout in the game. My friends were calling me, um, you know, five episodes before the end saying, hey, congratulations, you won. I'm like, what gives you that impression? I thought I might have won. And they said, well, um, you know, everybody's saying on Ponderosa, Keith, Whitney, everybody's talking on Ponderosa that you got the game won and they're going to vote for you. So when they voted Ozzy off, he was so toxic, and we, we got at the end of tribal. It was between Albert and I, hands down, if Ozzy wouldn't have been there. Um, you know, Sophie checked out of the game for two weeks. As much as we love Sophie, and she's a deserving winner, she checked out of the game for two weeks. She sobbed on the beach every day. Um, and yeah. that's why Ozzy called her a pretentious bitch. But at the final tribal, Ozzy wanted a pound of flesh. He's narcissistic, so obviously he wants to, um, you know, show everybody that he's better than me. And so when he first stood up, he said, Albert, you're a complete non-factor. And when he said that, I was like, wait. I was like, what? And he said, Albert, you don't even, you know, something like, you don't even matter up here. I have not watched that tribal. I've not watched that season since since it aired. Um, But he said something to Albert, like, dismissed him. And I'm like, what? You know, and unfortunately, see, I was not in the mindset. And I'd had a bunch of champagne that morning. This is not an excuse, but I'm not a day drinker. If I have a drop of alcohol, I can drink 25 glasses of small batch bourbon in the evening and not be affected. If I have one drink during the day, I felt like crap at tribal. I felt sluggish. My mind wasn't working right. And I should have just stood up, told him to sit the F down. And, you know, he's sitting out there as a complete loser. And I, we should have laid the hammer on him. Albert and I could have very easily gained up. And, and done that, but we were not ready for it. It was out of the blue. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, in my mind, I'm thinking, Albert, he's, the, he's, he's my number one. He's the reason why we are here. He's the reason why we were numbers up. I nicknamed him G-Dub for game winner because when it came time in the challenges, he was like we were on his back riding him into the victory circle. And so right. it just was out of left field. I did not understand where it came from. And you didn't see the worst. You know, you didn't see half of it. Ozzy's sitting there saying, Coach, you're, you know, basically you're absolutely worthless. You say honor and integrity. You don't 
you know, say honor and integrity, answer this question without using those words. And so my response to him was, you know, uh, all right, Ozzy, I'm going to answer this question, and I'm going to try very hard not to use the words honor and integrity. He blows up, looks at the jury, says, you see what a fool this guy is? You couldn't do it. You couldn't do it, could you, coach? And he starts mocking me. And at that point, man, I literally, you know, I froze. I, 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 I could have wow. done a better job, but it was, uh, it was brutal. The next day, I was sitting on the beach with a psychiatrist, never seen a shrink in my life, and, and uh, she comes and sits next to me. She's like, how you doing? And I said, I'm all right. And then I just start crying. I, like, start weeping. And, you know, she, she's just sitting there just being with me. And when I was done... I said, I just, I didn't understand last night. I gave my heart and soul to these people. I did not lie to them. When somebody asked if they were getting voted out, I told them they were, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And I don't understand where the vehemence came from last night. And she said, it looked to me, I've never seen a tribal council quite like this. It looked to me as if everybody's failure on the jury was put on your shoulders like Solomon in the temple when he was trying to hold up the pillars. Of course, that made me lose it again. And I will say this. My wife tells me that I will never win a game of Survivor. And I'll say the same thing for Albert. You want to know why? Because we're too put together. We've got our shit together in real life. We have our shit together inside who we are. And a lot of winners do not have that. And so, you know, I don't need that WN Survivor to validate me. And I guarantee you that every single winner that's been on needs that W to validate them in some form or fashion. Look at Sandra. There's not a day goes by that she says, hey, um, I'm going to your town. Why don't you buy me dinner and I will talk to you. I'm a two-time winner. I am the queen. That is literally her identity. And Albert and I don't need that. But we were going to win a million dollars no matter who would have been up there. Yeah, you're right. I've told Jim before that it was a good thing that Sandra did not win Winners at war because this universe is not big enough for her head if she was to win a third time. That's for sure. Oh, man. Anyway, I want you to ask Albert Albert a question because he has an insight. I want to ask Albert about that final tribal. Well, Jim, before before you... What Coach coach just said that Ozzy said, um, I mean, were you thinking, dude... Um, your ego got voted out three times, and you gonna trash me? Well, I mean, yeah. to be you know, to call a spade a spade, in traditional Aussie form, he was the first juror to speak, um, gave a long diatribe about obviously his favorite topic himself, and uh, what Survivor meant to him. And I'll be honest, I'll be honest, guys, he put me on my heels a little bit when he said, "Hey, the jury isn't considering you." You know, I took his words as a reflection of what the jury felt as opposed to understanding that's a reflection of Ozzy. And, listen, at the end of the day, even if I didn't win, like what Coach said is a fantastic point. I didn't need to win Survivor to validate myself, but it was a matter of presenting myself in a way that I could, you know, I could live with. Hey, I played my best game. I put out everything on the line, and I got to explain to you guys, the fans at home, hey, here's the game that I played. Here's the game that we played collaboratively. Here's the game that really went down in Survivor South Pacific. And I felt like Ozzy took, you know, the wind out of my sails from giving you guys a chance to hear that because there was some really good stuff. And I got to tell you guys, you know, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you guys obviously follow the game very closely. I love the new juror format. I think the new final tribal format where it's more of an open discussion, more of like a town hall meeting, as opposed to each juror gets to ask 
you know, sometimes one person, two people, or no, you know, nobody a question. I think that's a much worse uh, format, and that's what we had to deal with um, because it, not only does it give the viewers lots of a chance to understand what really happened in the game, because remember, we see a very small sliver of what's really going on in the island. You know, you take 72 hours and you turn it into 42 minutes of an episode a week, you're going to miss right. a lot of time, right? So, you know, the open format today when the jurors can interject – you know, go back and forth. I think it just gives everybody a more concrete and solid idea of what really happened. Because I got to tell you, being somebody that was in that hot seat, I felt like most tribal councils last, you know, an hour, hour and a half. We see about, you know, five, seven minutes on TV. That tribal felt like it went by in a flash. Like literally I was like, Oh my God, this is over. I I didn't even get to say anything. And there was so much that I, I felt like I left to say, I'm like, it can't be over. Right. We're making a decision for a million dollars. Surely there's going to be more chance for us to speak, not yes or no questions from Brandon Hans or, you know, Ozzy giving a self-promoting speech. But unfortunately, that's what we dealt with. And for me, you know, it, it was tough. Like Coach said, it was tough at the time. But, you know, honestly, I learned a lot from it, man. It made me a better person. It made me deal better with adversity in my real life. And I think I, I, I came out of Survivor a much more complete and well-rounded human being, and, I, and I'm appreciative for that. And well, it didn't help when Ozzy... I think both of you. I think both of you, post Survivor days, have done well. And you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of them that that just sit around and wait by that phone every day. Yeah, you gonna call me back? But you guys, I mean, you you've moved on. If they call, they call. If they don't, they don't. Yeah, that's it. You're right. And some people's identity is unfortunately get tied to the experience that we have. Listen, I got to tell you, I don't want to downplay Survivor. It's it's an unbelievably surreal and multi-level. It's, I think it's the greatest game in the world when you consider the stakes, the stage, you know, the everything, the different levels to the game. I love the game, and I think it's amazing. But the, I think the difference for me was I love the game of Survivor the most, and some people like the some of the players like the idea of the fame and the showy and the – you know, being in front right. of the big crowd. For me, what I right. liked about Survivor was playing the game. I would play it if there was no cameras on. The money, the money helps. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'd rather play for a couple <laughs> bucks. But, I, but I'm just telling you, I wasn't there to play up stuff for the camera. That part's that part's just enjoyable. That's who you are. But I love the actual game of Survivor. And you know, Stephen Fishbach sent me a message once when I was on my season and I was having trouble because I, you know, I didn't get the the biggest, you know, flashiest edit. And Steven sent me something I always thought was really interesting where he told me, you got to understand there's two different things. There's the game of Survivor you play out there, and there's the television show of Survivor that people watch. And the way things are edited and the way people are presented is, is part of a narrative, whereas your experience when your boots are on the ground is completely different. And that's, to me, that's why I really think it's special, Jim, and that's why I always cherish is being, you know, being one of the few people that got a chance to play that unbelievable game, you know? Exactly. All right, Coach. Let me ask you. Let me ask you about your. Uh, and, and and then I'll see what Albert has to say about his relationship. What What about your weird relationship with Brandon Hans out there? <laughs> okay, I'll answer this question, and then I got to go because my kids are in the bath, and I got to I got to pay <laughs> attention to them. And by the way, I just want to say to Albert, right? I mean, thanks for coming on. I love this man, and like I said, like hundred percent. Um, if he asked me to do something right back needed, you, anything in life, I would say 100% whatever he needs, I would give him because 
it's that type of relationship. Um, anyway, so uh, Brandon Hans, you can now see the magic. Sophie had nothing to do with it. You can now see the magic of Albert and myself, the way that we kept that poor boy in check. Because when he went on again and he didn't have us oh, as a boundary, God. emotionally, he went off the rail. So he was hard to corral, but we knew inside that he was going to have a good heart. He got the fame. He got whatever it is, the Hans disease. And I think that he took it to that next level and his life started to go on a downward trajectory after he got, you know, voted off that time. So, you know, I think that um, he was a handful. And you can see now the mastery of why really the, the decision was between Albert and I at the very end because of our, of our you know, gamesmanship skill to not only get to the end with one of the strongest, if not the strongest, alliances uh, ever known to man, which is why I have in my game room next to my pinball game of No Fear from the 90s, Williams, fantastic era of pinball, I've got my electronic dartboard, I've got my pool table, and I've got the original Upolu flag sitting there uh, in my game room. Anyway, but I digress. So there you have it, man. Listen, thanks for having me on. I'm going to listen to what Albert has to say, and then I'm, I'm signing off. All right, Albert, what about your relationship with Brandon? Well, you know, I, I got to tell you, I got to echo my boy Coach's sentiments. I think uh, just to circle back, Coach, you know, that's, that's just another layer, guys, that it's so special when you get to play. Listen, I saw Token Chiefs. I saw Heroes and Villains. I thought I knew who Coach, who Coach Wade was, right? We all think we know who he is. But I got a chance to meet a, an incredibly smart and caring and empathetic and just unbelievable human being who's become a really good friend of mine. And what you guys didn't see is, you know, I think Coach caught a little bit of flack at the end for, you know, when the whole Brandon Hance meltdown happened, he gives me the necklace. Coach ends up having a very big deciding factor in that vote, right? I think Coach got a little bit of heat from the fans for that. But what what you don't see is how Coach literally day in and day out was managing Brandon, keeping him off the ledge, you know, trying to corral somebody that is literally a as much of a bipolar figure has not just that I played with, but I've ever probably encountered in my life. The guy didn't have, he didn't have multiple personalities. He had, uh, he had exponentially, exponential personalities. It was, it was How really, really wild. How could he have gotten through to even play the game, you know, with the way I, he was I, truthfully. And that was, that was I shocking think I read to me. The, uh, I think I, I think Jim said something once that he, uh, that he failed the psych test. Psych evaluation yeah. that broke over. I'm sure he did. That is, that is true. They, they, uh, they don't give, they don't give us they don't give players the results test. to those. Yeah. They don't give us players the, the results to that. So a lot of that stuff could either come from production or could be some hearsay. But I'll tell you this after the fact, knowing what I know now, I'm a pretty big guy. I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little, uh, disappointed that I slept in a jungle that close to him with a machete that close away from us? Because who knows what could have well, happened. Uh, he literally, uh, literally uh, could have gotten his head that somebody wants Brandon him to kill. and Russell at the same season. Oh yeah, that's uh, there, that would have been that would have been a lot. So I uh, uh, we, we basically we're fortunate that we got out. But listen, Brandon and I originally I saw a lot in the kid that I liked. I saw kind of a lost soul. And I tried to create a relationship with him through the game. We bonded on matters of faith and just matters of 
kind of our backgrounds and our family lives and stuff like that, but, you know, not the Russell part, but, you know, his, his nuclear family. And he's just somebody that I think his brain was, or his heart, I'm sorry, was trying to do the right thing, but his brain was so scattered that he just couldn't help but do crazy, irrational things, which are, it's really kind of, it's really funny because him and I are basically like the opposite survivor players. I'm like, Hey, let's think about things rationally and like come to a logical conclusion. He's like, whatever my feeling tells me right now, that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> it's literally, yeah. like, it, it's, it's a yin and yang yeah. to play Survivor. Could his he marriage much... last after all that mess that happened on no. the show? No. No, he, I think he's See, been with uh, a couple different relationships. Yeah, he's, he got married very young, obviously, guys. He was 19. He had two kids. Uh, he was a high school dropout. Yeah. So he had a lot of baggage going into the show and, uh, I you know I don't wish pretty, anything ill towards him. I think I don't wish anything ill towards him. I wish him well. I really do. I don't think he's a bad person. I just think he's a tortured soul in a lot of ways. Well, what was that? Yeah, that what was her name? Ill. Sierra, the girl that he had all that mess with, and it was Michaela. Michaela. She did nothing much, to deserve any of that. He pretty him. much killed Michaela's game. He did, and that was unfortunate because Michaela was somebody that I think got. You know, minimized because of him and their awkwardness in exactly. their relationship, and based, and uh, you know, somebody I, I think I I would have enjoyed uh, you know kind of playing with more in the game, and I think she would have possibly given you know the season a little bit more more excitement and some stuff like that because she she was Definitely. I think she you got you guys got to miss out on seeing her. She's a really cool like you know she lives here yeah, in Florida. Yeah, she seemed so her, real her, cool. Yeah. I really liked her. I hated yeah. what happened oh, yeah. with him with her. And she was yeah, she was, was very athletic too. Yeah, she could have been a lot, you know, I think she could have made the season a little bit more interesting, and I think she was there mm-hmm. to play the game, too. You know, there was, not everyone was she there sure to was. really play the game, and she was there definitely to play the game, so it was unfortunate that she, you know, her time got cut short a little bit. Yeah, I will so. have to before, say, uh, before you get off, before you, wanted you get off, what would take to get you back on the game? What would have to happen? You know, I'll tell you, and I, and I do have to leave here pretty shortly, but I will tell you that, you know, something. there's something interesting about when you play Survivor, when, at least for me, my experience, I got to play 39 days. When you first get back, your body is so beaten and disheveled, and you're like, what on earth did I just do, right? But then as time comes goes on, at least for me, um, I'm somebody that's just very, very competitive. I'm very, very... You know, I, I like to figure games out. I like to just, you know, compete in, in all things. And for me, I think my experience is a little different than coaches. Coach, he had – listen, the guy had a heck of a trajectory in the game of Survivor. He got to play three times. He's arguably, you know, one of, if not the most legendary player ever to play. I think Coach had, a, you know, was able to at least – see himself grow in the game, I, for me, still feel like there was more that you guys didn't see. I'd appreciate it when Coach tells me, you know, I was one of the more underrated players. I feel like I had more that, to, to show that, you know, the fans at home didn't really get to see. So what motivates me, what motivates me, it's not just not really the win, but to come out and be like kind of what we saw from Sophie and Winners at War, right? If you guys watch South Pacific, our season, Sophie didn't really get wasn't really somebody who was earth shattering or was like, wow, look at this incredible player. But then you got to see her on winners at war. And what did you see on winners at war? You're like, Oh my God, this girl, Sophie Clark from South Pacific. is kind of dominating the best players that ever played. She was outplaying 
the the legends of legends. And, you know, I, I would argue for the first half of the Winners of War season, she might have been the best player playing or playing the best game, you know what I'm saying? And that, to me, was kind of right. cool to see that, somebody that I played with. Um, and that's that's what I think is, as a competitor what you do is to go out and just showcase that, hey, I got some game too, man, and uh, I can make some stuff happen. Yeah. Um, coach, you – you have you have mentored Cochran, who went on to win. You have mentored Tyson, who went on to win. When is it your turn? Sounds like I better start mentoring myself. I mean, truthfully, I'll never win because for me, it's different for me and Albert. And I stuck around just to hear Albert say good things about me. I was supposed to go. I told you guys, see you later, 10 minutes ago. But I was so good enough that I didn't escape what Albert was saying. So, uh, anyway, um, I'm really going after this. But uh, I'm never going to win. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. You know, people ask me all the time who don't watch this show, oh, you're on Survivor three times, and I never bring it up. They hear from somebody else. I don't talk about it. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Coach Ben Wade, they call me the Dragon Star. I was on the show called Survivor. You know what that is? I mean, that's, that's most people's calling card. Um, I never bring it up. But when, when somebody says, oh, you're on the show three times, did you win? First thing they ask, oh, yeah, I won three times. You did? Absolutely. First time, wanted to be the biggest character that the show had seen to date. Second time, I just wanted people to see I was a regular guy and that I was sensitive. I had feelings like everybody else. I wanted to be a normal person. And the third time, I figured I'd give it a go and try to play the game. I accomplished that goal all three times through a myriad of luck and production and characters and being, you know, the first targeted to go out. So I achieved that every time. Um, I don't think I can win, but I'm out there not for the game to, to win and win at challenges because I'm not good at challenges, but to go out there and to transcend mere mortal status to literally start fusing into the Dragon Slayer, although I guess the last time because Albert was there, he kept me real. And so I just was coach almost the whole time. But I, like, get into this mode where, oh, yeah, man, it's like this is, the, this is why we are out here. Not to win, but to have a show. How many winners have ridden off into obscurity? How many non-winners are some of the biggest characters that the show has ever seen? Right, right. Well, never, never say never, Coach, because, nah. you know, they still, the they, still have, they still have that Legends idea on the table, so. Yeah, everybody will want to play with me in the beginning just because they know that I'll be gullible and I'll just be loyal. And they don't even play the game that way anymore. Can you imagine me playing right now? They don't even know what – I mean, they don't even know what Upolu is. They don't have – there's no loyalty. There is no anything. And maybe that's why Survivor really does need Coach to come back and uh, bring some old-school lessons back. Anyways, guys, I got to go. I need you being on. Albert, much love to you, my man. Nothing but love, bro. Always good. Thanks, Coach. Bye, Coach. Bye, Coach. Bye, coach. What, Albert, what about you? Um, would you would you consider playing again, or is it something that you think, I, you know, you're done with it now? Yeah, I got to tell you, I was. Um, I think I, I think I had that that urge. You know, I've still watched. I've watched every season since South Pacific. I mean, I mean, now we're 17 seasons later. Um, and I think I was, that urge was there for a really long time. And then I was finally, I'll tell you guys, I was almost about to shit in a way. And then 
I had a good friend who had an opportunity to get casted and got on the show. And his name is Ronnie Barda, the first eliminee on season 39, Island of the Idols. Um, I helped him kind of go through the process. He's a good buddy of mine. Yeah, I know you're And, and right. he, his, his process getting back into the game, it felt like, I don't know if you guys seen like the Rocky movies, but it's like, it was like, I felt like Rocky Balboa when he starts training Apollo Creed's son again. He's like, oh man, this is interesting. I'm like, this is what you got to do. You got to do this and this and this. And it's like, as I was going through that process with Ronnie, I could just see his success and, or was hoping for his success. And I could see myself getting that, that fire inside again. So, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, I don't know. It's got to be the right time for me in my life. It's got to, things have to line up. Um, I still love the game. Like I told you, the, the, the show has changed a lot and the game has changed a lot. Um, I agree with Coach wholeheartedly. Nobody plays the way we play it anymore. It's hard to play loyal games, straightforward games. But, um, you know, I, I, I think that if I got the opportunity, I would, I would definitely probably – yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I would jump. I would take it just because it's, it's just you know it's such, a, it's such a great game. I, yeah, I've always told people that 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 the TV show is kind of like um, I host a uh, online game in whispers for for people to play, and and it, it, I, they whenever somebody signs up to play, they say, "Well, give me some advice." Which I, I always tell them the same three things: numbers. Loyalty and timing. If you got those three things, if you got those three things, you're going to have a good chance. And you guys did have numbers and you did have loyalty and you, you had good timing. You knew when to cut somebody loose. Listen, I'll tell you right now, I, uh, you know, my result in the game wasn't that, wasn't the best. I made it to the end, but I left for no votes and I, I've kind of turned that into a kind of something fun to, to kind of laugh at myself and, you know, be able to, you know, I think I think there's there's beauty and there's power in you know being able to laugh at yourself sometimes. So I think I, I did that, but I'm proud of the way I played. I'm proud of the way our season played out, and uh, you know I appreciate you guys. You know, as, as the true old school fan, uh, you know appreciating our old school game. So I got time for one more. If you guys have another question for me, all right. Anybody got a question for Albert? Yes. Uh, what was your thought process in getting? Uh, Brandon to give you his immunity network. Oh, wow. Here we go. You know, uh, as we were talking Brandon earlier, I had a little bit something on this. So I will say this is I mentioned earlier that, you know, to me, the game of survivor is more important than the show. And I think I, I kind of underdid, you know, it's funny in real life, people that know me are like, dude, you're a lot bigger character than I was. I think I'm the only person who was a, who was a bigger character in life than I was on reality TV. It's really strange. When I like got out there, I was like so in my head about we're here to play the game. I just watched Boston Rob play. I'm like we're here to be methodical and like I wasn't even thinking about entertaining. Where you know I going back in hindsight that move with Brandon Hance giving me the necklace, if I could do it all over again, I think I would have definitely played it up a little bit more. Given production what they wanted to give him that you know that confessional that we saw like if you remember when the first time this happened with Eric Reichenbach in Micronesia. You know, the Witches Coven, they, they, they celebrated that, and that became the most infamous right. in the game's history for a while. Whereas right. I think I took a little bit more calm approach because I was so wowed by almost being eliminated when that happened that I didn't even have time to celebrate it. It's almost like, holy cow, I was almost out of the game. And I, I should have taken, you know, my biggest advice to players I would give is take moments like that in the game if you, for any future players. 
and just own them. You know, I think I was a little apologetic for what happened and I was a little bit eggshelly. Whereas in hindsight, what I really should have done is say, listen, here's the deal. If I give him that necklace back, I'm out of the game. And if I, and I, I told myself the only thing I would never do here is quit and giving the necklace back would have been quitting. So I had to do what I had to do to win the game and, you know, make that money for my family. You know, we didn't, I didn't have a lot of money when I was, when I played survivor, I had to, you know, I had to borrow $1,500 from production to pay my rent before I left. That's how, that's how badly I was doing at 26 years old. So, you know, the money meant a lot to me at the time. It meant a, whole, a heck of a lot. So, and it still does. It's a million dollars. It's still a really big sum. So, you know, in hindsight, I would have probably celebrated more. I would have probably played it up more. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe one day you guys will get to see, uh, you know, the, the Albert 2.0 version. I can, uh, I can give you guys some laughs and some entertainment. So, I appreciate that you having me on, though, man. This has, been, this has been a lot of fun, you know? All uh, right. We're glad you called call in, Albert. And uh, it, it's, it's refreshing to hear um, the bond between you and Coach um, is still like it is after all those years ago. Coach is a great guy, man. I'm, I'm really happy not only to be on here with you guys, but uh, get to share a little extra time with him. So it's always fun to do that. So you guys have a blessed night, all right? I appreciate you guys. Be good. Thanks, right, Albert. thanks, Albert. Thanks, Albert. Thanks, Albert. Thanks, Albert. <clears throat> well, now, Christine decides to call in. <laughs> she Man, was the other one that key. All of that key that, got, that just got unleashed. Oh, my God. Boy, uh, do you think... You, you, you don't think Coach sends Ozzy Christmas cards, do you? No. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I remember uh, one of the things that just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth with Ozzy when he basically, at the final tribal council, was like, none of us want to vote for any of you. Yeah, and we heard Coach talk about, you know, how Ozzy was. He made the jury about himself. It had to be about him. It was uh, the finale night was not about the final three. Ozzy tried to make it about himself, um, and there was a lot of resentment there. And the way he talked to Albert, like you forget it, you're not entity. And then he attacked Coach, um, made fun of him. I. Um, couldn't answer a question without saying honor or loyalty. Um, he basically just picked on the two guys and uh, was trying to hand the game over to Sophie. Was Coach serious when he said that Ozzy's doing porn? Yes, very I think I serious. Heard that. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, he is. It's been reported on. It's been reported too. What's wrong with him? Oh my gosh! Ugh. I know that's yeah. just. I gotta get that mental he, picture out of my head. I I know that's he, just. He, I, I'm shocked. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> um, wow. He'll sell. He'll, he'll sell heard. you videos. He'll sell you videos too. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. Amanda must Ugh. have been a saint. Um, one thing that that, one thing that that does, it probably ensures he's never going to be on the show again. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Well, well, if well, if, if they put uh, Brandon Hans on, who the hell knows? Yeah, but Brandon Hans on board. Brian. Yeah, but he was Brian, but he was nice. When Brian was you know, talking about the machete being between them, that's not funny. When you when you're dealing with somebody that's crazy, you really don't know what the hell they're going to do to you. Exactly, you don't. He never should have. Um, I mean, seriously, Brandon never should have been on that show. Yeah, and he did. I'm telling you, um, and Coach knows this because I've talked to him before. He knows I have really good sources. Brandon did not pass the psych exam, and Jeff pushed him through anyway. That's bullshit. And and that was both both times. And you saw you saw what he did. I mean, I, I felt so bad for Michaela, you know, for Mickey. It was, it was awful I'm, what he did to her. I but mean, the thing oh. is, if you're dealing with a nutcase like that, who knows what the hell they can do? He can put you know, the other players at risk. That's not cool. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, and, you could tell um, Brenda and Andrea were visibly shaken by his little tirade. It was, he was just crazy. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Um, and, I mean, he dumps food, he tears up the cab. He, I, mean, he, I mean, you can still see those those evil eyes that he had when Jeff was trying to massage his shoulders and help him out and Brandon's just sitting there like he looked like the devil. He looked like he was fixing to kill somebody. You know? Well, I will will say this. Uh, Shortly after that episode aired, he posted on Cochran's Facebook stating, Dude, why didn't you stand up for me after what I did for you in South Pacific? Well, Cochran, Cochran's not going to get involved in any drama. He's not going to do that. So, when we look at the final votes, when we look at the final votes, Sophie got six and Coach got three. Coach got Rick. Edna and Cochran. Um, Sophie got, of course, she got Ozzy. She got Brandon, Whitney, Dawn, Keith, and Jim Rice. Any of that? Any was of that Jim Rice? You? No, was Jim Rice the pot guy? Uh. Seems like I remember Apple something Pine, about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. What uh, year was that season again, Jim? Do what, uh, Kansas? What, what year was this season? 2011. Uh, no, Seems longer than that. It seems like such a long time ago. Let me, let me look. I'm, I, let me look at the year. I know they started. I remember they started filming May the thirtieth. Um, let's see. Oh. It's been a while. Uh, two thousand eleven. Doesn't it seem longer than ten years, though? I mean, it just seems like such a long time ago. 
They uh, they filmed it from May 30th through July the 7th, and it premiered in September of that same year. Wow. People had to have people had to have their applications in by January the 11th, and like I said earlier, there were over 800 applicants, and only 16 people picked. So um, it's kind of like Papa Bear said earlier tonight, Kansas and Eddie. Eddie, you missed Papa Bear. Um, he said he said once you get on the show, you've already won. You know. Because sure. the odds are so against you even getting on the show. Yep. So you feel like even if I leave first, it's okay. You know, I at least made it on the show. Yeah. And he was, another thing he said, I don't know that you heard it. Well, Eddie, I know you didn't. I don't think Candace was on yet. He was a finalist for Survivor Nicaragua. And, uh, ended up getting cut um, from that show. And we've had we've had we've had three guests tonight, Papa Bear, um, Coach and Albert and not one of them has said anything other than like uh Brandon was crazy. <laughs> yeah, All of them said. I mean, you just, I mean, you just you just have to look at him and see and see how he was how he was acting out there on the island to begin with. You know, that right there. I mean, I'm sure obviously there was a whole bunch of stuff behind the scenes that wasn't shown that showed just exactly oh, how yeah, you he was. Yeah. I mean, and somebody, I think it was Teresa brought up earlier how shook up he, he made Andrea and Brenda when they all played together. Um, I still remember the scene of Brenda and Andrea hugging each other and crying because they were so scared of this guy, what he was saying, what he was doing, what he was threatening. And uh, that's the season they didn't even let him stay at Ponderosa. He got he got to Ponderosa and started threatening the staff. He just threw his ass on home. They sent him home. Uh. And then of course they wouldn't let him come back for the finale. Yeah. Uh, but I thought I mean I thought um, I didn't I, you know I've known I've known Coach forever. Um, I've known Albert for quite a while, but not as close I am with Coach. I never realized they were they were still this close, but um, they really made a bond out there. They really worked together. Um, and for Ozzy to stand up and and say, you know, try to answer this without using honor and loyalty, all Coach had to do was look around and say, look who I'm sitting here with. These are, these are the people in my alliance. This is, you know, this is who we tried to get here. You're the one got voted out three times. <laughs> yeah, and you, and you know, it's funny that Ozzy preaches about, uh, uh, he preached that whole thing 
uh, about coach preaching about honor and loyalty. And yet they had made a pact when they, when they were at, uh, when they were out there on the Island at one point to go all the way to the end. Uh, and I, and I, and I guarantee you, Ozzy would, Ozzy would have cut coach if he had the opportunity. Yeah. If the odds, if the if the numbers were went the other way, and Savai was was in charge, and Ozzy still had that deal with Coach, he would have cut Coach immediately. Yeah, and I mean that's what that's kind of what Papa Bear was saying earlier. He he said Ozzy just changes with the wind every day, you know. Um, he he was making the point where. You know, it's great to be good at challenges and stuff, but um, how do you trust somebody that they change their mind every day? You know, you don't know who they're with day to day. I, I know the thing that frustrated me the most that season was him getting three damn chances. It was like, and and Papa Bear brought that up. You know. Um, he gets all those chances, and I have the idol clue, but he finds the idol. So do we ever really know what's really going on? I mean, that's what Papa Bear said. I didn't say that. He said that. So. Yeah, that is uh, kind of sketchy that he got uh, three chances. Yeah. I mean, if I'm on a jury and you've had three chances and I ain't even been voted, you know, I'm, I got voted out one time and, I, and I'm and i done, I'm sorry. I'm not voting for you to be the best survivor player out here if you've been voted out three times. Just not going to happen. So even had he made it to the end, I you know, Coach said he thought the vote would be 5-4 if Ozzy got there. Or maybe it was Papa Bear. One of them said they thought it would be 5-4 if Ozzy would have got there and he would have still lost to Sophie. I'll tell you one thing. This podcast tonight is really – I think it should it should have really opened up a whole bunch of our eyes about what really went down because – Good God, you know, if I were to rewatch the season now, I'd look at it in a much different perspective. Considering right. Right. all the I stuff mean, all the stuff that Coach and uh and Albert uh completely threw out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I mean when you listen to them and you you realize they uh they went from start to finish together uh, and they stuck together and and then Ozzy says you know don't preach honor well they were they were honorable to who was with them it's like you said Steve Ozzy is the one coach went to he made a deal you know when he came back in let's just go final three 
And Ozzy said, okay. And then Ozzy's the one that went and ran his mouth and told about the deal. So um, who's honorable and who's not? And I thought, yeah, I, thought Papa, I, thought, I thought Papa Bear brought up some interesting points about Cochran. Um, he said he doesn't, you know, he didn't believe any of the, the bullying edit. He said he, that boy didn't get bullied. So um, that was probably that was, just for TV. That was probably for TV because he's the little... He's a little nerdy underdog, so let's have him get bullied, and it'll add to his story, you know. But exactly, that's pro- said, what probably what, what probably ahead. happened, Jim, was he probably they probably took a look. Uh, obviously, you know they always cast certain types, and when they took a look at Cochran, mm-hmm. the first thing they probably thought was this is a guy who probably got bullied around in, in school to begin with. So, you know, we can basically recreate that here and start, you know, put something in there that never really even happened. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, or maybe I mean, put Papa, one Papa little Bear thing. Was, Papa Bear was very blunt about it. He said, it didn't happen. That boy did not get bullied. Did not happen. And he liked he likes Cochran. You know, he likes Cochran. He just said that didn't happen. It did just didn't happen. So, um but um Kansas Kansas and Eddie, I don't think you were on early enough for me to read Dawn's Dawn's message. Um, to everybody, she sends her love. She wanted, she wanted to try to do the show, but she had already committed two hours to a Rob as a podcast. And then she also is back in school at night, taking a psychology course. And she even, she even sent me a text from there after I gave her message to everybody. She sent all of her love and. And thanks for the support. She texted me from class saying, uh, thanks for giving my message, and I'm just sneaking in my phone right now because I'm sitting in class. (laughs) Funny funny story about Dawn, though, when I started talking to her about maybe trying to get her on the podcast. Um and this was not public until JJ decided to tell the mods. Uh, she was she was like, uh, well, yeah, that sounds sounds like a lot of fun, but uh, Jim, Brenda has a lot of fans, and if you have her on too, I don't know how that would work out with me and her. So I said, Don, you're getting your seasons mixed up. It's South Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that that translates. There's still tension between them. Um, they will never they will never care much about each other. 
I mean, Dawn, Dawn went through a lot, and Brenda went through a lot. Um, I know when Dawn got back, she had to actually, like Coach was saying earlier, you know, he, they had a, uh, a therapist or somebody talking to him after that tribal. Um, Dawn went through that. Dawn had to. Dawn had to go through some help to get over what all happened uh, between her and Brenda. And of course, I know Brenda and um, Brenda. I mean, Brenda's Brenda. She wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't apologetic. She says she deserved it after the way she did me. So, um, yeah, I don't think those two are on each other's Christmas card list either. That's but the I even, one thing at, with at, this at the time I even I even it. met at the time I even met Dawn's husband when she was going through all of that. Um and he was thanking me for always supporting her. Because um, I was kinda in the middle, you know. Everybody knew that I knew Brenda and um but I was like, Dawn, this don't have nothing to do with our friendship. You know, not a thing. I don't think any less of you. Um, she may have went a little too far. Um, so that's why she, that's why she brought Brenda up. She thought she got her seasons mixed up, and she thought for sure I'd have Brenda on here. But, folks, I got a newsflash for you. As long as I'm married, that ain't happening. <laughs> Yeah, not if you want. Not not if you want to. Uh, if you, if you don't want to sleep on the couch, you'll. Uh, yeah, she'll probably not be on the uh, on the show. I I, uh, I don't even know if I'd make the couch. I don't know if I'd get in the house. <laughs> okay, uh, why is that? Uh, Brenda and I, Brenda and I were very very close. Oh, gotcha. And didn't work didn't work out like how can I say all of this now? I should save this for the after show, shouldn't I? I shouldn't bring it up. I got four minutes to the after show. Well, yeah. well we can wait for five minutes. Alright, well remind me in five minutes, Steve, and I'll tell the story. Um, as to okay. why um JJ is not a Brenda fan, and I mean you can't you can't you can't argue with JJ on this. So if you hang on and go into the overtime, you'll hear the story. So um, it, it was it was wild. It was it was crazy. It it, it included Brenda. You know how we talk about players thinking um, when they leave the game, all of a sudden they're going to be stars and stuff. And Brenda's done well for herself. She really has. Um, But it was not my advice. Um, I always tell any survivor I'm close to, let it go. Get back to your job. Get back to your life and your family. And let this stuff go. 
If they want you again, they'll call you. And I told her, I said, they're going to call you again, brother. I already know they are. They're going to call you again. So just let it go. You know, get back to life. But then certain things happen. Um, we got involved in a uh, paddleboard business down in Miami and um I'll tell you the the uh, dirty details in the after show. Eddie, how have you been doing? Oh, I've just been real busy. A lot going on. Still liquidating yep. the estate. Uh, you know, just about got half of that done, and then I'm moving to Florida. What what part? What part? Of- uh, somewhere on the East Coast. I'm not sure yet where. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I want to be on the East Coast, somewhere between Boca uh, uh, Raton and St. Augustine in that area. Don't get down there where they have them damn hurricanes now. Oh, that doesn't bug me. I lived in New Orleans most of my life. <laughs> hurricanes are just a, a thing for us to go out and party. You'd board your house up and you'd go to the French Quarter and party your ass off. That sounds like New Orleans. It really does. It sounds like well, New we Orleans. We all just go get drunk. It's 24 hours a day there, you know. It's a, we, even college. I mean, you'd go in your classes at 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, get, get them all done, then go take a nap in the afternoon, and it was party time. Yeah. You'd go out to yeah. bars and then eat and then, you know. It's a very European city. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Kansas, the after show. Where was you at, Kansas, where were you at last week? We missed you last week. Oh, this week and um, last week. Last week I had like a killing migraine. This week I'm feeling like shit because I got, today I got the uh, my COVID shot. I was able to get my first COVID shot. But it hit me hard. I feel like I'm getting really? a little cold. Oh, Really? <laughs> So, yeah, so I mean, you're having some after effects of the shot? Yeah. I mean, I, I knew about, the like, the pain in the arm and stuff. My arm is killing me. But it made me, like, so woozy. My throat started to hurt a little bit, you know, on the ride home. But that's why I'm really not talking much. So yeah, you guys can, can enjoy it. You want to hear me gabbing away. Yeah, Kansas, <laughs> uh, the same thing happened to me. It me was too. like... Uh, it was like a, uh, the school provi- the school I worked for provided the shot, and so then and so then I went I went to my job at the school, was there forty five minutes, and I started to feel dizzy, and so I had to go sit down. And the teacher I worked for was like, "You okay?" It's like, "Yeah, I'm just a little dizzy," and so she basically called the principal and was like, uh, "We think you need to go home." And thank God, yeah, you needed to be home definitely. They uh, yeah. and basically I went straight. To Bed. Yeah, I just crashed. I just, they, I just, I mean, I was out like a light. And thankfully, they the school paid paid me for the day. That's so good. I got paid uh, to stay home and sleep. We have, uh, and then it was. I'm really was like when I got the first shot. That damn shot. Because I thought we I was going to have to wait until. We have added Tim and Evan for uh, the after show. So how are you guys doing? 
Hey everyone. I'm, doing good. Hey, I'm I'm doing good. I'm I'm currently driving from the bowling alley home, so I'm gonna have the my mic on mute so y'all don't hear anything from my driving. <laughs> okay, hi Evan. Hey y'all. Um, Tim, Tim, what did you think of of the comments tonight from uh, from Papa Bear? Albert and Coach, um, anything kind of make you raise your eyebrows like, wow? Oh, uh, well, let me just say, damn, they went in on the Aussie tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that honestly, that doesn't surprise me about him. Like, the first two seasons, I liked them, but after that, I just really got the impression that he was selfish self-absorbed and arrogant, especially on Game Changers, considering he still held a grudge against Suri for Micronesia. Oh, I, I, it's been a minute since I've watched that. I've gotten, uh, <laughs> as far as re-watching, I've gotten as far as Kagian, which is a Tony season, and I've kind of taken a break because I want to see where these podcasts go, so I've been... Uh, the last few weeks been binge watching uh, Criminal Minds. Well, I can tell you for a fact, it's like I do everything. They're kind of on a whim. I don't have any idea right now what the next one's going to be. Um, I've taken suggestions from some people, um, but I kind of, I kind of have to try to try to balance it. You know, if, if if we want guests, if you want to hear from guests, um, we need to go back, you know, we need to be around the seasons where I know a lot of them, you know, and I can get some people on. Um, well, if you could do game changers. If it's just us wanting to talk, then we can do any season, you know. Well, do you think you could get Tony and Sarah? Um, tried that before, got a commitment, and then for some reason it went away. So, um, I may try that again. Um, yeah, Tony and Sarah would be a real treat. Yeah. But uh, by the way, this is, this is true too. Uh, this is true. Jim literally messages me whenever we're uh, whenever he comes up with the new, with the next idea of what podcast to do, uh, because I always I end up doing the uh, the artwork and everything, and he hasn't messaged me yet with the next one. So uh, yeah, we probably won't that. know for. I haven't, I haven't even thought about it. I, I haven't I haven't even thought about it. I kind of take my whispers work week. Um, like when we get through the podcast, I'm off until Sunday. And then I'll start worrying about next week. You know? Um, exactly. So uh, we do have another amazing race podcast confirmed. We just don't have a date yet. Um, and of course, we can, do any, we can do any Survivor season we want to. 
but I like to I like to try to figure it out to where, um, you know, we at least have one guest that'll come on. You know, and tonight we got lucky with three. Dawn tried to make it, but she's in class. Um, so I thought Papa Bear was good. He was very informative, very honest. Um, of course, coach is coach. I mean. You know what you're going to get from Coach. I, and I thought Albert, I thought Albert was really informative. You know, he was really intelligent, really informative about what happened. I, maybe when these conversations pop up, like who's the most underrated ever, maybe Albert's name should be brought into that that topic. Yeah, I definitely think, especially especially knowing now uh, some of the stuff that went on this season and how specifically, you know, they weren't really given much of a shot at Final Tribal. Kind of thinking, I, I'm I'm having a, a much different opinion now. I know I know I, I had spoken about uh, about Albert before he came on the uh, on the show tonight. Um, but I have a pretty, pretty different opinion now about him after yeah. listening to all the stuff that they had to go through. Yeah, and Tim even brought up Tim even brought up what you brought up to me the other night when we were talking. Um, when I told you I was going to probably have Albert on, and you said he's got he's probably got the best Twitter handle out of anybody. He brought that up. He brought he brought up his he brought up his Twitter handle. Are you still there, Tim? Have any of y'all been watching Amazing yeah, Race Australia? Australia? No, I don't have the access to that. It's pretty good. No, I, I know they're I filming the Survivor right now too, right? Well, no, they haven't actually started filming. What they're doing is they're sending they're sending crew out, um, and they're doing it like in groups. They're sending part crew out because they have to quarantine. Then they can go to work. Then they send another part of the crew out. They quarantine and they go to work. Um, and then eventually it'll get down to, uh, I, I'd have to go look it up, but I, I posted the filming when they're going to start filming 41 and 42. Um, and, and there should at least be, um, a season on TV by September, November. And then another one. Another one, probably February, March, and and both cast are all newbies. They're all newbies. Now, what about Australia? Aren't they starting to film too, Survivor? I I, I really don't keep up with Australia, Eddie. I don't. I don't oh, okay. I don't, I don't watch it. I mean, the, I mean, is that where Felicity played, Tim? Yeah. She's, and I guess that's where Russell plays. Felicity is the only person I know, you know, I'm friends with. Um, 
from Australia, and uh, I'm at work, you know, that's why I still post her pictures and stuff in whispers, because we're friends. Um, I, I, I don't watch Australia. I just, I never, I, I never have gotten into it. I watch Survivor. I start out watching Big Brother, and I usually give up on it because it gets so crazy. Um, Amazing Race, they held my interest last year. I really enjoyed that season. Normally, I start watching that, and then I stop watching. But I love that cast so much um, that I yeah, watched this year's the cast entire season. You it's now? a great show this time. And then oh, Terry and they have uh, in Australia right now. Yeah, they're down to the final three, and they're using a lot of the Survivor, you know, uh, building alliances and things like that. They're showing that, so all the other shows are picking up on Survivor. Yeah. One thing I'm curious to see of what they do is, uh, I know that they had to actually halt production of. Amazing Race 33. So I'm curious of what they're going to do with that. I don't know. I know Phil's, season or? I know, I don't, I don't, I know Phil's other show, um, they, second season debuted, Tough as Nails. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of people like that show. It's good. There's another one coming out, too, on... Uh, National Geographic uh, this this coming week supposed to be pretty good. What what is that? What's coming out on there? Uh, Race to the center of the I, earth. Yeah, center of the earth. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. All Great right, production. The story, all right. The quick the quick story about uh, Brenda JJ. Um, Brenda and I were together for a while, and um, after the show, she decides I want I want to move to L.A. Can we, you know, let, let's let's uh, let's move to L.A. Let's get an apartment in L.A. And I'm like, you don't want to do that, Brenda. Well, I might get some acting. I might get some acting roles. I'm like, Brenda, stay in Miami with your family. That's where your family is. That's where your your uh, roots are. That's where your business is. That's where your contacts are. Don't go this route thinking you're fixing to go out and be some Hollywood star or something like that. So that led to uh, mm, how should I phrase it? Um, uh, a big difference of opinion, I guess, and we we were not on the same same wavelength anymore. And at that, I, I, that's when I, I met JJ. Started talking to her a lot. Really, really just fell for her because she's so cool, so funny, so smart. Um, and after. We get together, then Brenda calls back. 
So um, that's why JJ does not have any use for Brenda. So forget about the couch. If you got Brenda on your uh, podcast, you'd probably be neutered. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and Steve, didn't I tell you about this a few weeks ago? I, I get these crazy ideas. I get these crazy ideas. I think I text yes, Steve at like one or, one or two o'clock in the morning, something like that. And I'm like, yeah. Steve, I just had another crazy idea. And you're like, okay, what is this one? I'm like, could you imagine if I did a podcast with Brenda after our history and all that we went through together? The whole me being sued and and uh, her threatening the show, saying, you know, go ahead and call me in court. I'll tell you the truth. I mean, would that be ratings gold? And Steve's like, uh, yeah, it probably would, but uh, what about J.J.? <laughs> And then no. that's when the fear of God got put into you. Yeah, that, yeah, that's when the fear of God got into me. And I said, yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Be a hell of a podcast, but, uh, yeah, not not worth it. Not worth it. Melissa, are you still out there? Yep. You've been so quiet yep. tonight. You're being a good little student sitting in the back of the room. Well, yeah, I've been just listening to everybody. What did you think about uh, the things that you heard tonight from Papa Bear, Coach, and uh, Albert? What did you think about it? Did, did, did you have any uh, eyebrow-raising moments, too? Um, I did, and it depressed me, and I kind of lost my famous thought about Ozzy because I love him, loved Ozzy so much, and now I'm kind of very disappointed. Did you know about? Did you know about the porn? No. Yeah. I didn't yep. know about that. Yeah, I did know it and had to unfollow him because of it. Yeah, I mean, he, he, uh, I mean, he advertises it. I mean. Yeah. I mean, he's got the bod for it. I mean, (laughs) but, uh, ew, that's all I got to say. I, my train of thought is not really good right now because, well, I've had some Okay, so you guys know that I used to do Instacart. Um right. I was an Instacart shopper and when COVID hit my doctor told me you're high, too high of a risk. I don't think it's a good idea for you to shop. Yada yada. So I haven't been shopping but I've still been working on I, I admin on a on a Facebook page, and 
uh, I've been trying to stay current with it because I thought at some point I'm going to go back. And so when the vaccine came out, I immediately signed up for it, but I didn't get the email to get it until yesterday. So I got it today, my first shot. But on Monday in Boulder, Colorado, which is a hop, skip, and a jump from me, we had uh, 10 people savagely murdered in a King Supers, and one happened to be an Instacart shopper. Oh, my God. And, um, Mm. yeah, and it just really kind of shook everybody up, all of us Instacart shoppers, because I was seriously thinking, cool, I'm going to get my 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 vaccines and everything, and I'm going to go back to work. But now I'm kind of like, oh, boy. (laughs) I won't have to worry about – I won't have to worry about – COVID, but now I'm going to have to worry about getting shot, you know? Oh, Melissa. Yeah. This week hasn't been yeah. very good for me. So, I'm so then sorry. we had an incident where we had another Instacart shopper, one of my good friends, who started a GoFundMe for the family of the Instacart shopper. And we had some other Instacart shoppers who started a smear campaign against her and so I've had to deal with that but we finally got that worked out thankfully but it's just been kind of a been kind of a train wreck this week wow anyway Um, Steve I wonder wonder who purple pill was in the uh, chat room tonight yeah, so I kind of thought I, th- I thought that was kind of weird when I saw that it said Purple Pill joined the chat and then Purple Pill left the chat. I I wonder if it was if it was just a random somebody who ended up, who ended up stumbling on the uh, on the podcast or something. Yeah, because I checked and, and they aren't they aren't subscribed. Uh, uh, to the uh, Missy A podcast, at least on Blog Talk. Yeah. Huh. It, it probably was. You know, it's probably just a, one of those random drive-bys, you know. They, uh, they, they probably yeah. joined in, and they thought, oh, well, this ain't what I thought it was. You know, it's Survivor, but I, huh. I was thinking it was about, you know, survivors of this or that. So that's probably what it was. I don't know. I went ahead and put on, you know, I have this little tiny page. I think there's only like five or six members of it, you know, that I started before I started getting into whispers and stuff. And I had told them that I was doing podcasts, but Purple Pill does not sound familiar to me. So, but I didn't leave the, I didn't leave the, the only thing I know about a purple pill is that it's Nexium. Yeah. We need to go to JV because he's probably our expert on this because I know he's really high on blue pills. What's a purple <laughs> pill? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
I'm almost afraid to know. JB. Uh, Jim, I think you might have scared him away. <laughs> no, he's still, he's still on here. He's still on here. He may have muted himself for for some reason. Evan Nett was driving, and so they muted. Evan, Evan was Evan, driving. Evan was driving. Hey, Keyword in there was, I'm actually home now. Yeah, Evan's still on here. He's still on here. Okay, yeah, I'm still on here your, now. Yeah, I heard I heard the question. <laughs> I I heard the question and oh. I and I'm uh not an expert, oh. believe me. Okay, I okay. Believe me. Uh, Jim, I just googled yeah. purple pill and it's basically Viagra. Maybe it was Ozzy. Maybe it was Ozzy. Maybe it was Ozzy. I thought the blue pill. I thought the blue pill was Viagra. Oh. Oh, boy. You just made me laugh so hard I started coughing. The performance is next to him. Purple pill is for acid reflux. Oh, really? Well, they must well, really when have I, a bad when acid I, reflux to, to, to use a name like that on the Internet <laughs> as being a purple pill. <laughs> uh, I need some water. Hey, uh, Kansas. Kansas, how is it going with your shots? You... You you say you're you're suffering from the after effects. Yeah. Was it your first one or your second one, hon? I'm really no, honestly, I'm so lucky that I got this because I thought I was going to have to wait until you know like April or May, and then when they came out with like ages 16 to 64 that have like any kind of heart issues. So I called up and I just thought, I wonder if high blood pressure would be considered that, and it is. So I was able to get a shot. Now, you actually uh, live in Kansas, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, because my uh, husband had a heart attack in uh, 2015, so he was able to get his shot. He gets a second one next week. Yeah, they said if there's like any – I wasn't sure if high blood – but I I know high blood pressure is – you know, considered, you know, like a heart issue kind of thing. So I was holding my breath, you know, just to be able yeah. to get the shot. So did you just do your first one or your second one? Oh, this is my, this is my first. I just got it today. Oh. But I'm so feeling yeah, like so shit. I. I'm feeling I like got my shit first now, one. but <laughs> it's worth it. I got, the, I got the Pfizer. Which one did you get? Pfizer. You did? Oh. Yeah. Kevin, what about you? I have Kevin, what are you? Jim, what are your shots? Who, who, are, who are they from? Uh, mine are from Moderna. Yeah, okay. mine are Moderna, too. Yeah, so, that's why um, I uh, When I got the I first wanted one the last, yeah. 
when I got the first one last month, uh, we drove as soon as my husband picked me up from the school, and we drove straight to Illinois. And I told my husband, uh, "You can go ahead and visit your mom. I don't care. I'm gonna." And I just crashed at the hotel because uh, I did not feel like doing anything. Yeah, I haven't had any side effects so far. My husband got his yesterday, um, and he woke up with a sore arm. But oh, that's yeah. about the yeah, that lasted a couple of days for me, and then other than that, I was just tired. Yeah, I heard that yeah. it, that, that it's like a flu shot, and no, it's not. I never had such a forearm like this before. This seriously, this is messed oh, up. Oh, uh, you want to know something funny? Uh, yeah, go ahead. This is on Big Brother Whisper. I posted something that Sarah and I had been talking about about how uh, about how Cody and Jessica spent a thousand dollars on their two-year-old's uh, birthday party. And after a yeah. huge debate on that, people basically trashing me, saying, oh, you're Cody and Jessica haters. It's like if people want to spend $1,000 on their birthday parties and blah, blah, blah. And Sarah was kind of defending some of the things. And then finally I'm just like, screw it. It's not worth it. I So I deleted the post. Sarah was <laughs> like, why did you delete the post? And I'm like, well, because there was too many toxic people on there. And he's like, she said, just a few. You shouldn't have deleted it. Well, yeah, I saw. It sounds I like saw they're the jealous, not post. toxic. They're just jealous that they can't I, I spend I that saw, kind of money on their kids. <laughs> I saw the original post, and I must say, um, uh, I can understand it. Um, Jess and what Jess and Cody did. Um, we spend a lot of money on our kids. Um, it's their choice. That may that may have been a little excessive for a birthday party, but uh, they have the money. They I don't can know. Do it. Ever, ever ever since they were on Big Brother, I've always liked both of them. I like Jess and Cody. I like, I like her I better than I like him. I think they're, I think they're building a beautiful I really family. like her. Yeah. I have to yeah. say, I guess that I don't have that kind of money. I'm like, if I had $1,000 with, you know, because uh, Maverick, I think her name is, is only like a few days older or younger than my granddaughter. And I'm like, there's so many practical things I could get her for her birthday than just throwing a party. Well, but that's that's your opinion, and that's your parenting or grandparenting, and people are different, you know. Yeah, um, it's their choice if, if I they want to spend that kind of money, they it's up to them. Well, they not even that. I mean, I, I they have it though. I mean, they have the money to well, spend even, it. So what the heck? Not even that as much. Maybe maybe even when she got a little bit older, it would know what's going on. If that makes any sense. Well, I mean, it's just, it's different. People are different. Times are yeah. different. Um, I know when I was growing up, you know, shorts, blue jeans, T-shirt, and 
if if I were to suggest that um, for our boy, you know, for for Carter, I mean, JJ dresses these kids like, I mean, you know, like they walk out of a magazine. So I can't really really gripe about Jess and Cody. Um, if, if they've got the money and that's what they want to spend it on, I mean, they're spending it on, on, on one of their okay, kids. So, so, and let's so be what real, the party is really not so for the did, child as much as it is for them. It's, okay, you know, the kids are not going to understand it so much, but it's for them and their family. It's, it's for their It's a celebration okay. of so life. So what did they spend their thousand dollars We exactly. need to celebrate life. And if I had the money... I'd give a kid or somebody I love anything I could to put a there smile on their face yeah, exactly. and celebrate their there life. There you go. Right. Yeah. Okay, what did they buy? What did they, what did they spend the $1,000 on? I can't. Well, $1,000 now isn't all that much money. I mean, think about it, what, we, what, what things are costing now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and because hell, if it made them happy, what does it matter? Now, I don't have right. that kind of money right now. But God bless it. If I did any one of you, I'd spend a thousand dollars to celebrate your birth. Well, let's be real. Money's money. Yeah, we all need it. We're all hurting. But God, life is so much more important. And if yeah. I could well, give a give somebody a smile on their face by giving them a party, and if it costs two thousand fucking dollars, what the hell does it matter? What and is going to be alive with tomorrow? everything going on today? So, I, I Eddie, worry more about the people point. just staying safe with these parties, you know, not getting COVID. Well, I will, that worries more about that than the money spent. To be honest, uh, Candace, I will yeah. say this: that if I uh, if I had the thousand dollars, I'd be buying myself a plane ticket. To actually be there personally for her second birthday. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's beautiful. You no, know, I used to throw, I used to throw parties for my kids all the time, and they really weren't that big of a party. But when you consider, I'd have my brothers and their kids and their wives and some neighborhood <laughs> kids, and you're buying, um, you know, little gift bags. And I would provide lunch and drinks and the cake and balloons and blah, blah, blah. It all adds up. It does. It could have been a very simple party and it ended up costing that. Who knows, Melissa? Maybe they paid, who knows, maybe they paid for a relative to to come to the party. Maybe that was part of the expense. And that's. That should be. Uh, you know, uh, now, before it gets time that we cut off, Jim, i got to know, do you know anything about the cast that's coming up to the next season? Uh, 41 and 42 are both newbies. And as soon as know they get them? out there, as soon as they get out there and have officially left, because I don't like to give names, before they leave, because they can get bumped if their name comes out. When they're, when the cast is out there and they're actually there and start filming, I'll start releasing more information. Yeah, but you do got it. Good, 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 good. I can't find anything. 
I mean, I watch them all. all. I'm an addict. I've been Australia, Africa. Uh, Eddie, it's all about the sources. It's all about the sources. Okay, Um, Eddie, I'm curious. Where... Uh, where do you guys get uh, actually be able to see like Big Brother Canada or Amazing Race Australia or we used to we used to post links in Survivor Whispers of the Australian shows. I don't I don't you can, we do that anymore. I will send the link on. Uh, I won't say it on on the podcast, but you need to have a VPN to get to the links, and you can watch all of them. Uh, uh, and I'll, I'll I'll send the links to Jim if he wants to give them out to people. You can see all the shows, all five seasons of Australia, of Africa, everything. Okay. But I will send you the links. Now, um, just just because I said I don't watch it does not mean it's not good because I've heard nothing. I've heard nothing but good things about. Survivor Australia. I've heard nothing but good things. Oh my God, it's fantastic! It is. It is so good. I have been. I've actually been binge watching the Amazing Race uh, Australia right now. Oh my God, they've entered Stowaways. I've never seen that before. Yeah, the Stowaways is the dumbest thing ever. That should never happen. (laughs) You know, I'm glad both of them got voted off. But they do. They do Stowaways now. It is a I highly unfair, that, is a highly unfair uh, advantage for a team to enter the race midway through and not even really get penalized some, somehow for it. I know. I agree with you totally. I don't like it, but they, they've entered it. It is, it is now a thing on those shows. Stolaway. Yeah, like, like, I only, like the only thing I saw that happen to the teams that came in late was they had to start the like five minutes later than anyone else. That is nothing to a team of professional athletes and a team of bodybuilders. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I didn't like, like either one of the two teams coming in. I thought they were nasty and cold. And then when they got voted off, they acted, they were horrible. I mean, they were, it was not a, they were honorable people. Wait a minute, is this Amazing Race or? or uh, Amazing Race. Or yeah, I haven't, race I will say I have you know, I so, so, hey, how do you get voted off on Amazing Race? You're the last oh, well, they team get to show up. I'm sorry. You're but the last eliminated. team to show up. It ain't, it ain't a vote to it. You, you, you're the last one to show up to the mat, and you're gone. Eddie, you, you're must, gone, you missed yeah. our... Uh, well, I know that, but when they our, get voted off, I got confused. No, it's not voted. You, 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 you get eliminated if you go to get on the site. Yeah, if they were gonna uh, if they were gonna do the stowaways thing, they were gonna do the stowaways. You missed our podcast. You missed our podcast with Hung and Chi. Yeah, it was a good one. Was yeah. I I didn't realize you were that big of a, a a car fan, Eddie. I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought you I were basically total addict. Well, you missed a good podcast with Hung and Chi. They told a lot of interesting things. How that Final Five Alliance really wasn't a Final Five Alliance. 
Uh, they they wow. a lot of good stuff. And we've got uh, we've got the blondes coming up pretty soon. Um, Kaylin and Haley are going to do a podcast. Oh, nice! I'll, I'll I'll be trying to get back on more. It's just been really busy. I got a new little puppy, and I, I'm trying Aww. to get up the second house I've been for sold. I got the first one sold. Got one more to sell, and then I got a new little Parson Terrier. His, his stepbrother is the number one winning Parson Terrier in the country. He's a gorgeous little booger. I'll put a picture online of him. But uh, I will try to get on more. In fact, Jim, thanks for letting me know. I, I've been going to sleep and just getting up and working to get these houses done. Yeah. And uh, I meant to be on earlier. I I just fell asleep after working out in the yard so long. But uh, well, you, thank you, you guys for letting you. me uh, talk. You might want to go back in the archives and listen to uh, when we had Andrew Savage and his wife, Stephanie. Um, Some very interesting things there. Stephanie was actually the one that applied first and wanted to get on the show and loved the show, and she got Andrew into it, and he ends up getting on the show. And she told a very interesting story about you know, um, what all you go through trying to get ready for the family visit. We had uh, Matt Bischoff and his wife, Tessa, and they talked about the same things and how Tessa wanted to get on the show really, really bad. You hear a lot of of things that um, you just had no idea about. I'm going to go back and start listening. I just had – I've been so busy. I'm sorry. Uh, I miss you guys. I will definitely be on more, especially, you know, if anyone minds, just send me a note or, or buzz me and let me know you're on. But sometimes I just – I mean, I'm so friggin' tired trying to get all these buildings done and sold. And, you know, with COVID going on, it's hard to make sales, and it's just not – Right. Uh, but I've done it. Right. I've got it all done. I'm going to be in Florida hopefully within the year. Uh, you know, but uh, I, I really enjoyed I, tonight. Thank you, Jim, so much, and thank you, guys, Jim, well, uh, for for getting in touch with me. Yeah, that'll be that'll, that'll be good, Eddie. That'll be good. Um, and you got to get ready for season forty-one of Survivor because we got to have our Eddie edits segment <laughs> each week. Just, just definitely somebody call me right before the podcast or something. Because I take naps at strange times. I'm just worn out. It's a, I mean, I got yeah. twenty. I got four 25-foot truckloads of stuff out of the, the first building I had to get out. Uh, and, I mean, my, my partner was a hoarder, big-time hoarder, and, and it's all high-end stuff. I found the Picasso the other day. But, uh, oh, wow. You know, uh, yeah, and a Philip Burke. You know, I'm finding things, that I, I don't know the value of them. So I have to be very careful because even though he was a hoarder, he was a high-end hoarder. So I'm having to be right. very careful getting rid of stuff. But uh, but anyway, no, just want anybody, if you don't mind, I, just motion, call me right before. Uh, y'all have got my number. Call me right before the podcast. I'll get on. I'll be on. I'm, I'm, I'm already searching, Jim, everything I can to find out. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a true addict. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Eddie. Yeah, we appreciate you, Eddie. Bobby, uh, yeah, um, Evan, Evan, you made it home safe, and um, 
Have you been able to listen to any of the uh, Papa Bear, Coach, and Albert part of the show? I hadn't. I'm going to listen back to it probably tomorrow or something before work. I think you're going to be surprised at a few things. <laughs> well, I've talked to Papa Bear before. I've Skyped with him. He's a nice guy. He's real smart. Oh, he is, yeah. I meant to be on. He's a... Uh, he, he talked about the casting process. He was originally supposed to be on Nicaragua, and he got bumped, and... Uh, um, he talked about how casting was. He said when he was out there walking around with with the, the final people in the hotel, he said, I, I saw like I saw like five of me. I saw five of us that looked the same and seemed the same and I kept seeing day to day one of them leave, then that one left, then that one left. And he's starting to think, man, I got a chance at this, you know. So, um, <laughs> and, and 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 he had some. He he didn't have very nice things to say about Brandon, and he didn't think Cochran got bullied like they portrayed him. Um, he he didn't mention their pre-jury trip. They went to Fiji. Um, and he mentioned the ones uh, he's still real close, still real close to a lot of the players. You know, that's that's one of the things this show brings out. It it creates lifelong friends. Um, if you're in that little club, if you're in that survivor club, you know, um, you're always friends. And luckily for me. I found my little niche in that thing to where I'm friends with a lot of them. And that's why a lot of these pods work out and a lot of the sources work out. And um, it, it's just, it's weird. You know, it's it's weird how it all happened because I kind of fell into it. But uh, um, I can't wait for a new season. Can't wait for a new season. I mean, that's why I'm taking all these generic shows. My addiction's too high. It's like your own heroin. You gotta take. You gotta take something. (laughs) (laughs) JB, what did you? You were here for the whole. You were here for the whole thing. You even got logged in before Steve tonight. I think that might be a record. Steve always gets connected first, but you beat him tonight. Um, what, uh, what did you think about what the guest had to say tonight? One thing that I uh, was going to uh, mention, and that is on uh, all the podcasts, that I have uh, heard, uh, it seems like, except for Brandon Hands, it, it, it seems like everybody says everybody on that season was so nice, and yeah. 
it's just, uh, you know, like uh, you have said for the past, God, 15 years since I've known you, it's all in the editing. Yeah. It is, I mean, it is, uh, and that's like I told, I don't remember if it was Coach or Albert, um, or maybe it was Papa Bear. I think it was Papa Bear when he was talking about Cochran. Um, I said, you know, it's, it's the bottom line, it's a TV show, and if they've got a nerd in the cast and they're trying to promote them, they they may show him as being bullied, and and Papa Bear made it very very clear. Cochran was never ever bullied. It did not happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, exactly. So, we I mean we do hear we I mean it's so great these pods when we get them on here because. Um, for some reason, they seem to open up with me and tell me stuff, and, I mean, it's, you know, a lot of things that we we didn't know, you know, um, and I, I can tell you for a fact when Coach was talking about the three times he played, what his thoughts were the first time, what his thoughts were the second time, and what his thoughts were the third time. He has told me that verbatim before on the phone. So he was telling you the yep. truth and what his thought process was. Um, and I will tell you this. He may he may want to act debatable about it, but he'd go back. He would go back. Oh, I think he would, too. I hope so. I'd like to see him again. Yeah, yeah I do too. We need to see Coach. Ken, I, know, I, think. I know. I know. He has. I know he's been contacted about that possible legend season. I know he's been contacted. It just all depends. Like I like I told them tonight. It all depends on the timing because they kind of right. want that to be the final season ever. Um, but. They have contacted him. They have contacted Penner. Um, so, who knows? You know, just depending on how long the show goes, if it goes long enough, they, they may be too old to try to go back. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> I know I did read something that Probst is looking at ending it after 25 years. Or a season be 50 or something like it. that. I think I think after Probst had a whole year off, he's probably going to be rejuvenated and want to kick in another eight or ten years. So <laughs> I, think I, so I, I have always projected Legends being season 50. That sounds like the logical time if you're going to end it. 50 would be the time to end it. Um, and we talked tonight. Um I think I think Sari, I think Sari would be in that cast. You know, if oh, she's good. still able to do I it. I just hope Sarah Yeah, is. she would be good. Yeah. Boston Rob, most likely. Nah, I don't know. I would love to see, see Poverty I, again. Yeah, I just, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's so hard for those. It's so hard for those players. It's so hard for those players now to get very far. But then you look back at last season and you look at it and you say, "How the hell did they let Tony get to the end?" They did (laughs) really. Well, because he lowered, he he made them lower their guards. Like he, like he, uh, like you said, he was acting all goofy, you know, not like the Tony that we all know. He changed his game. He just acted like he was out there. He was the class clown, goofing around, trying to climb a a ladder and and messing around with fish and stuff. It was like. He wanted the attention off of him. He wanted to be looked at as kind of like the class clown. We ain't got to worry about him. And all all of a sudden, as J.J. would say, bam, there's another million dollars, Tony. Two million. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Do you think? Do you think if they put him on Legends, he could win for a third time? No. If anybody could, he could. I think that they would probably. I think they'd probably uh, try to take him out as quickly as possible, especially knowing the type of player that he can be. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he would win. Um, I don't think Sandra would win. I don't think Rob would win. I kind of think if they do legends, it may not be a whole lot of winners. It may be people like Rupert. Um, if Ozzy would get out of porn, <laughs> Ozzy. Yeah, really. Um, um, coach, um, I think it'd be a lot. Sari, I think it'd be a lot of players that got close and didn't win. How about Malcolm? Maybe Malcolm and Joe. Oh, God, yeah. not Joe again. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is so overrated. You know, uh, you know uh, all the attention about Nicole and Victor, but you know Joe and Sierra are pregnant too, right? I also know Joe. Yeah. Uh, also, from what I've seen, Joe is a bit of a nutjob. Yeah, job. I saw that. So, um, I really think I think legends. I really don't. I really don't think they're gonna. They would bring back any winners. I think it would just be legends that didn't win, still trying to get that that first win. Um, people like Rupert and Sari, maybe Terry Deeks would be another one. I'd love to see Terry back after what what happened last time. Um, I don't think she'd do it. I don't think she'd do it, but Stephanie LaGrosa. Well, I would think Stephanie has to be considered a legend. What about uh, Colby Donaldson? Yeah, Colby would be good. I don't don't think Colby would do it again. I I think he's done. I think he's done with it. He'd be good for TV, though. 
Yeah, but I think he's done. You know, there there's certain yeah. players that you just you kind of know they're over it, they're done with it. And I hear that a lot of times when I'm talking. I hear that a lot of times when I'm talking uh, to players about coming on the podcast. I heard that from Sugar um, a week or two ago. I don't remember when it was. Um, but she just she just said, Jim, I appreciate you asking me, but I'm I'm over that show. I'm done with it, you know. So Yeah. Um, and plus Colby Colby just seemed really turned off around the end of Heroes versus Villains, like Actually he seemed turned off. He didn't turn off almost the entire time. Yeah. Like he was he was basically almost looking at himself like, Why the hell did I come back out here? Yeah. But I mean you think it, and unfortunately Eddie dropped off, he said to tell everybody good night. Um uh, you, you think about players that were really, really good but they just didn't quite get there. You know, and um uh Rupert has to be in that conversation. So Reed definitely definitely has to be in that conversation. Um Penner has you know, to be he, in that conversation too. Who who uh, Pat yeah. Penner would have to be in there too if oh, he yeah. wanted oh, know, to come back I know, on. I know, I know they've already, I, I know they've talked to him too. I know they've already talked to him. Um, I think he Andrea. I think Andrea has yeah, to be in that conversation. Andrew Savage. Yeah, Andrew Savage. No, Andrea. Andrea Bulk. Yeah. Yeah, Andrea Brenda. Um, this back. Fish box, yeah. I don't know that fish would do it again, but Rob Sest Rob Sestanino. Um How about Amanda? Yeah, Amanda she's got out there. Yeah, Amanda Kimmel. Definitely not. Yep. But if if Amanda was to be on there, Ozzy definitely cannot. I really think after after Ozzy's life decisions, he's not going to be back. (laughs) Can you imagine him being in the cast and then all you see the next day are TMZ posting videos and crap of him doing porn? Oh, shit. Yeah, that would not be good for the show. So um, that would be that would be interesting though for us to um, come up with a cast um, for legends with non-winners, non-winners, people that did not win. Um, hey, what do you think? What do you think about this idea of having maybe uh, all twenty-five? Or thirty people come back and maybe uh have it for like uh oh maybe 
45 days, maybe a little bit longer than Survivor uh, Outback. Maybe have it for maybe 45, maybe 50 days. Uh, I know Australian Survivor does 50 days, 24 people. I think you could do do 30 people, three tribes of 10, or maybe even 33, three tribes of 11, um, and and you could do the 50-day if they wanted to. I don't... I, I kind of think they want to stick to uh, tradition on that part, though. They come up with twists and all kind of crazy crap, but they do still try to stick to one survivor 39 days. Yeah. I can't so. think of how they could logistically do this, but what about one season, it'd be three tribes, one tribe of uh, ex-survivors, one tribe of people who've been on Big Brother, and one who's been on Amazing Race. Yeah, they're not going to do that. That's not going to happen. I wish it would. They won't do that. Yeah, they won't do that. That's one of good on paper, but I don't know how they could logistically do it because Amazing Race, it'd be kind of like they'd each cancel each other out. I mean, we talked about we talked about somebody tonight on this podcast that was in this cast, um, Whitney um, and Keith. They went on Amazing Race. Yeah. But you don't see you don't see survivors. Go on Big Brother. Now you see people from Big Brother like Hayden, uh, Caleb. You see them go on Survivor, but Survivor tends not to do that cross casting thing. Yeah, yeah that, really. uh, when they were doing the Survivor, that's what got me thinking about when they did the Survivor Amazing Race Big Brother. Uh, cast on Amazing Race. Uh, one of the teams, one team that was in the running for it but didn't get picked was Caleb and Ty. Hmm. Oh, hey, listen, we, we've, all, we, we've got under 45 seconds left. Um, we'll be back next week. One One podcast, maybe two. We don't know yet. Um, I, I'll take a few days off and, and kind of muzzle over it. So I hope everybody enjoyed our guest tonight, enjoyed the podcast, and uh, I hope to see you back next week. And stay safe out there. Mm-hmm. We will. Hey. Yeah. Take care, guys. Bye. Good night. Bye. Yeah, again, I'm staying on. (laughs) 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 Remember when it went to like four in the morning (laughs) that one day? Yeah, and and I just I just got the uh, message that the show's over, but yet we're still on here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, You you never know. You just never. Who else? Who else? Is there anybody else still on here with me and JB? 
No, it's totally just you and JB. No, who is that? <laughs> it's that's Evan. Evan. That's Evan. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like Evan. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know how this happens. I really don't. Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, I remember when we used to have when they when they used to do this, we would have contests on who could stay on the longest without going to sleep. We we'd make a game out of it, you know. And I actually heard, I, I still remember that night, I actually heard Cheryl snoring and mentioning <laughs> my name. And she mentioned my name in her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was crazy. It was weird. Um, Daniel Sykes was on, I think he came in second. Um, I think it came, it was Cheryl, him, and me, and then when it came down to me and Spikes, uh, we made a deal where he left and I won. <laughs> but it was... Did the uh, blog, did the blog talk lady, uh, cut you off that, uh, then or not? No, no, they, they didn't cut us off. Even after as long as we were on, we ended up just disconnecting. They still didn't cut us off. Huh. So heaven only knows how long you could have been on. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, we may have done an all-nighter. It was almost an all-nighter anyway. I think it was like 4 in the morning um, when we finally said, come on, one of us got to win, you know, Hang up. <laughs> Hang up, Daniel. <laughs> so, uh, and I miss doing it again right now. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know how long it'll stay on. You just, you never know. Um, it's weird. It, it, it's just weird. Um, yeah. Steve's out. Steve's out doing his. Thank you, Post, right now. Um, right. He's getting hung up. I don't know why he couldn't. Uh, I don't know why he couldn't tag Albert because he's in that group. Um, him and Coach Pop Papa Bear are all in that group. So. Um, Hey, here's another oh. name to think of. How about James uh, Clement? Uh, I don't think he'll be back because of circumstances he left under. You know, they caught they caught him and Alexis. Okay. They caught him and Alexis sneaking into the crew tent and stealing cigarettes and Gatorade. Um, uh. And that's the season where they suddenly came up with he had such a bad finger injury he had to leave the game. That wasn't the case. They they kicked him out is what really happened. Um, and then they strongly they strongly suggested to the rest of the cast, um, you know this girl that's still here? 
She wanna bring out cigarettes, she got Gatorade. And so then she gets voted out. So um, I don't think James will be back. I don't think James will be back. I mean, they, they did bring him back for Heroes versus Villains, though, after that. Yeah, which which season was it that he left with freaking idols everywhere? He had so many damn idols. China. <laughs> His very first season. Yeah. He, he had so many idols, he was hiding them everywhere. <laughs> You know, he's part, he's part of the bad boy connection, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. The bad, the bad boy connection was me and Russell, um, Sean Hance, Brandon Hance, Willie Hance, James Clement, Krista Stegall from uh, Big Brother, um, Shannon Elkins, that was the bad boy alliance where we all talked and hung out and shared stuff. And, uh, James was part of that. Um, he, he's real big buddies with Russell. How about, uh, Sarah Latina? Well, she yeah, has she, won already. She's won before, though. Yeah, I'm trying to think of people that haven't won. Um, How about uh, Spencer Bledsoe? Spencer would be good. Spencer would be good. If Fishbach would do it, he'd be good. I just don't think he'll do it again. Uh, but Spencer would be good. Um, and you know you got you, you know they have to cast some crazy folks. And it's bad as I hate to say it. Um, what about uh, that crazy nut that was on the season with Spencer? Um, uh, what was her name? Cat, yeah. Cass? Yeah, but she did. She did play the game. She really did. So yes, I don't did. like her. I don't like her, but she might fit. She might fit. Um, is she a legend? I don't know. You know? Trisha Haggerty? She's kind of old. Oh, old, though. Yeah. What about, what about Natalie Bolton? Yeah, sounds good. Dara, what about Dara Johnson? There you go. Yeah. But we're not we're not coming up with many guys. Um Gervis, what about what about bring it bring Gervis back? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean you you could put together a really good cast without having winners. Um And I think that's what the plan is, um, to kind of go out on a high 
you know, we we brought these legends back that never never won and they got so close and this is how we're gonna end it with one of them winning our final game. I think that's what they're planning. I mean, there's there's got to be a, a lot of, a lot more names. Um, Zane? And they're not going to bring Jane back after what happened with her. You know, with I her. I mean, Zane. Oh, Zane, Zane Knight. No, he's not. He's not no legend. <laughs> I mean, he's funny as hell, and I love him to death. But he ain't no damn legend. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're talking more when you're talking about Zane. You're talking first boot season. You know, <laughs> who left first? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, you How about Malcolm? Else? How about well, Malcolm? Yeah, we are. We said, we said Malcolm and Joe. Um, okay. What about uh, Shane? Powers. Yeah. They they asked him twice, and he and he wouldn't go back. So I don't know if he would do it or not. They asked, they've asked him twice. Yeah, I know. If I remember right, wasn't he on the Cambodia ballot, Neil? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeff Kent? I mean, any, yeah. any, any, any of the uh, so-called athletes or whatever we've had on there? I mean, um, of course, can't meet Uncle Cliffy now because he passed away, but uh, maybe Jeff Kent. He was pretty good. I I, I would have to, uh, I mean, I think you have to throw, I think you have to throw, I think you have to throw Don's name in here. Don Don's been on twice and had two good seasons. What about Eric Reichenbach? Eric would be good. Yeah. And he's had some very unfortunate luck when he played. I mean, you give your idol up, you, you give your necklace up, and they vote you out. Next time you play, <laughs> you get sick, you get injured. Um, but he he had two decent showings when he played. He did good both times. Who else? Trying to, trying to think uh, who else. 
Jim Rice. Yeah. Maybe Albert, who we had on tonight. Maybe Albert. Yeah, he'd be good. Yeah. Plus, he wants to uh, come on back. Plus, he wants to come back on, too. Yeah, he did say that. He he reluctantly got into that, but then he opened up and said, yeah, I'd do it. 